we have Farid El Malali. He plays for Angers, Angers or whatever you know you Auxier, say it's in France. Yeah. Uh, Angers, A N G E R S. Oh, Angers. Angers yeah. oh, Angers. They say Angers. I think French. This is the team you you I used to dick pump in in uh, in FIFA when I was PSG. Yes. In the career mode. So yeah. so uh, this lad he plays a wing. He's a winger on Angers. Uh, Angers winger Farid El Malali was reportedly taken into police custody on Wednesday for the second time this season for allegedly masturbating in public. Mate, that's two times this season? It's a big masturbate guy. <laughs> on today's footy corner, Penchester United keep it rolling with Bruno Fernandez and Mason Greenwood doing a madness. VAR is controversial again, this time amongst games involving North London teams. Chelsea, City, and Liverpool keep it rolling. Benteke and Welbeck are found again, and there's a serial masturbator in France. Along with the typical predictions, comments, nonsense of the week, fantasy corner, and gambling corner, next. And we are back on the footy corner. Arine, how's everything going? Everything's going well. Fresh off a gaming session last night, deep in the nights, um, with Steve Aoki. Okay. So feeling feeling good today. How Did about you yourself? win? <clears throat> did you at least look? And that noise is it only took seconds. We actually did not win, but we had some good rounds. Um, it was actually four of us. Yeah. Um, Steve Aoki <laughs> only being the real like famous guy, but yeah, it's cool. It was awesome. How about yourself? Not bad. These uh, man, these matches are coming in hot. In fact, I feel like we're recording like every day that I don't that I don't go to campus or like that I don't you know like oh and we're recording today and we're doing this. So it seems like they're coming fast. The Premier League's hot and heavy, but yeah, we're uh, we're hiring someone new at Purdue. So you know that's doing the interview process and whatnot. Although here's the nice thing: so we did phone interviews this week, and what that means is we went on Zoom without like cameras. So I pretty much when I didn't have to ask a question, put my phone on you know put my computer on mute just quote unquote listen to the candidate i mean i did i did listen for like a good five of them but by the time the sixth one came around i was kind of tired i was i was done with it so anytime it wasn't my turn to talk i just hit mute and then uh you know i went on with my life yeah uh, so you gotta do what you gotta do uh, mls is back mls is most certainly back so i've been watching i just watched a couple of the games here there it's been okay not not too bad uh crazy stuff going on there which we'll get to later uh, and yeah, that's before, about it. Before we dive in, I gotta say tomorrow is one of the most hyped I've been for a sporting event in a while. Tomorrow is UFC 251, mm-hmm. three title fights, and my go. boy Jorge Masvidal is fighting Kamara Usman for the title. You know what? So, so this is your boy, but like the first time I ever heard he was your boy was last night. So when did this guy become your boy? I have a lot of boys in the UFC, but he's just like my boy, boy. Okay. Like, well, since I mean, when? I'm just curious. Just since when? So I I followed him after Ultimate Fighter Kimbo Slice version mm-hmm. edition because he came from the same street fighting as Kimbo Slice. Okay, he's from Miami. Okay. I mean, I have a lot of boys. I just you don't watch UFC, so obviously I'm not gonna be like, hey man, my boy Holloway's fighting. Be like, who the fuck is that? Right. So well, you know, you hear you hear about the big ticket guys, but yeah, it's funny. I, I likened it to like the way I. I mean, I'm an, I, you know, I'm born to MLS, you're more into UFC, and uh, yeah, there's that, <laughs> Dude, I guess. Yeah, but I mean, I'm just saying tomorrow, even for the casual, yeah. Masvidal says he wants to baptize Usman, and that means knock him out. But the casual would have to pay for it, right? See, in the past, Unless I you have ESPN like, Plus. 
If you have ESPN it's Plus, on e- you can stream it. The yeah. main event is on ESPN Plus. Yeah, yeah. It's on Abu Dhabi Island too. Okay. So Dana White said, you know, all this mess going around. I'm surprised. I'm gonna get an island and have people fighting. Uh, Wait, the game. main event on ESPN Plus? Yeah. They don't have like pay per view anymore for these. I don't things? know. I mean, I I use crack streams, so. I the, the prelims are I think at the least prelims are ESPN I think Plus. everything I don't might, think the main I think event. everything might be on ESPN Plus. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. I'd be kind of shocked though that he, you know, knowing Dana White. Well, I mean, not that I know he's him. He's a good guy, but knowing who he is, he's probably going to try to capitalize and make money. Abu Dhabi. This is this fight's in Abu Dhabi. Because I heard the it's other cool. day, you know, uh, Paige Van Zandt, another UFC fighter, female of the female variety, says that she would have made the same amount of money. Just living a normal life, like having a normal job rather mm-hmm. than getting like beaten in UFC right. fights. And then apparently she makes more of her money like posing nude on like Instagram Live or, or whatever she does. I don't know. You can't pose nude on Instagram Live. That is illegal. I, well, what, um, she, she, they said something. Probably something. OnlyFans. No. Like that, right? No. Like, I mean, well, she's, okay. It's the same thing. The or same. whatever. Being an influencer okay. on Instagram. You know, you know, I'm not an Instagram guy either. I'm Probably posting on Instagram. School. Instagrammers make money. But right. here's what I'm saying. This goes back to the whole soccer. Well, I'm this, not we're getting gonna this full circle. Can. We're going to be this full circle. Because I love – I think Dana White is the best owner in all, any organization, first of all. Second of all, who's that girl on the right? Fuck her. No. See, okay. This is – What's her this name? This is what people don't like when you get carried away on the on-screen stuff. Uh, that's uh, Sarah Spain. Sarah Spain. Really, on our screen. She's anti Barstool, so I'm anti Sarah Spain. Okay. Um, this comes from a circle. It's like women's and men's U.S. national team. How right. the national team makes more money no, than I, men's. I was just bringing up an interesting point. So I, I, you know, and she's, you know, that's just something I heard. Also, if the See, people I listen know to last week's stuff, people that listen to last week's episode, um, didn't she give a shout out to Mina Kimes? I did. Isn't she? In this? She's on the show right now. Yes, she's a. We're by the way, guys. So those that aren't watching, because you obviously can't see us, it's highly questionable is on the television with Mina Kimes, Bomani Jones, and Sarah Spain. Who's the host of so, this show? I don't even know who's It's usually the that uh, one lad that has his dad on here, you know? So anyway. Um, oh. The, I, the, I forgot his name. Miami guy. Uh, someone will surely write to us. A, but, lot of, a lot of shit in the sports world, though, as um, you recently heard. I mean, I know we get into soccer, but there's a lot going on. Big mm-hmm. Ten announcing only Big Ten schedule. In yeah. football, so football isn't completely canceled just yet. Right. The, like you said, the MLS is somehow still going on, even though like teams are backing out by the day. I think they've sorted that, though. That's done. Didn't Nashville back out? Nashville has been kicked out. Nashville's been so kicked out. Teams, Dallas has been kicked teams out. Teams that didn't handle situations before showing up, and I think now it's set, because these teams that are there, they're playing, they're in the bubble. You know, it is so, you're, it is. so once the games kick off, it's... it's I think okay. it's going to go now. Yeah, I think the teams that... The, the teams that... Were there that they they showed up with it basically? Okay, so, so you know, I as much as you rip on me for not watching MLS, I watched it, mm-hmm. and I was texting. I don't know if you, I don't, honestly, I don't even know if you guys were watching because I texted the yeah. soccer group chat. No one really responded. Yeah, I did. I had it on. Some guy died on the floor on the yeah. on the um, that on was the Tim thing that we're gonna yeah 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 no. So here's the thing. Um, so the games I saw the eight a.m. game the other day. So I doubt anyone that listens to this saw that one. Um, but no, the night – here's the thing about the night games. They're at like 7 or 8. And for me, I would be all over those. The problem is that's when my fiancé gets home from work. And like since she has hard days, that's when we like have dinner and watch a show. So I usually have the game on my computer screen on silent like next to the table. So I'm watching two things at once. But I did I did watch like a lot of that game. I, uh, and I responded after about it. Didn't you see? Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
So I have a question for you and anyone else that watches MLS. If you were, let's say the MLS league was like Liga MX. So it was close to you, but it's not your domestic league. Would you watch it? What do you mean? Oh, like Liga MX? Uh, no. I mean, I watch too many. For me, I watch too many leagues. So, no. So if it wasn't, like, if you didn't have, like, a personal connection with it, I guess. Like, if it oh, wasn't. MLS? If it wasn't, like. Yeah, probably your, not. No. Oh. No, no. If I didn't live in America and, yeah. like, Chicago wasn't in it, yeah. would I watch MLS? Or let's, say you, not. or let's say you, like, live in Kentucky and don't have, like, a team. <clears throat> I don't know. It's a good question. So you live in the United States, but you don't have it. I reckon if I lived in Kentucky, there'd be a lot different about me. But uh, I mean, not no. What no? Why don't we ask? Surprise! Why don't we ask some people that are out of market? You can ask someone like Devin. Arizona doesn't have a pro soccer team. I mean, he's from New Jersey. Brian, New Jersey. Yeah, Red Bulls. But he did. So I wanted to mention something. I did bring up MLS to some of the guys, the lads, because I told Devin he can get into MLS. And he, 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 he was a Red Bull guy, right, because Red Bull are in the same group as Columbus Crew. So I tried to egg Brian and Devin on to fight about MLS. And Brian said he doesn't watch MLS. He's not an MLS guy. He'd be a guy. Crew fan. He, that's what I would have suggested, yeah, yeah. As, as I was saying, Crew Columbus and or Red Bull. Yeah. But then he mentioned Indy 11. So I don't know. Actually, yeah, that Indy 11 game was so fun that we went yeah. to. Shout out, Brian. I mean, those leagues are fun, too. I don't know. I suppose I'd like a team. That was way I more fun than a lot of fire games. Than most fire games. Honestly, yeah. I can only think of like Well, it's one. all about the groups that you go with, The too. Logan Paws. Was it Logan Paws that made that header? The game-winning header? Well, I mean, it was his, it was his last game, but some, was, other, was, some other guy made Talk about getting header. baptized. I was baptized by Fireball right. that night. Some other guy got the header. <laughs> it was Logan Paws' last game. Uh, I mean, that said, local, you're going to get – I'd always get behind a local team. So I, I don't know maybe what Louisville is in. Or you're part of the, part of the local movement. No, I'm not part of – I mean – I'm not. I just want to put that on the It's access record. to soccer. So I'd go to games with friends. You know, like okay. that's what made the Indy 11 game so fun. But anyway, uh, you know, what's your main – get to the main – so the main question is would you watch MLS if you Yeah, so like if you're, if you're in a city that, you know, doesn't have a team – i.e. like Lexington, Kentucky. I'm just throwing a fucking city out there. I feel like I'd maybe get behind a team, maybe. I don't know. And then maybe watch. I don't, I don't know, though. It, I'm it's just a saying domestic you watch it, so you but if I lived quality. in another country, I wouldn't. I'm just saying, so you, you live here, so and you watch it, so you know the quality compared yeah, to it's not as good. Yeah. the European leagues. I mean, uh, so I just wanted your opinion on it. It's not as good, but I will say this. It, the gap isn't as big as it was like 10 years ago. Oh, yeah. yeah. So there's, there's that. So. <laughs> So what are you, everyone, how can other people let us know their thoughts on this at question? the footy corner too. Yeah, let us know because that's a very interesting Also, topic. any UFC fans, tweet at me, man. Let I us know who, who you think is going to win. So let, let's go to the, uh, let's go to EPL action. Uh, and let's start with the game that was famously on our feed. Uh, at least clips of me that you uh, sneakily caught. In oh, yeah. Arsenal 1, Leicester 1. Aubameyang scoring uh, for Arsenal in the first. They could have scored many times in the first. They only got one. And Jamie Vardy scoring... After Arsenal met, went down to 10 men on the Eddie and Ketia red card, first thing I'm going to ask before we get into the game, was that a red card for you? Um, I think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it was a fair red card. I think it was just super stupid on uh, Eddie and Ketia's. And you know what the worst? I mean, like, I, I do feel bad for him, but I don't at the same time. Because the, the, the move he did cost his team two points, mm-hmm. a, full, a full three points. And on top of that, he's now banned for some very important big games that someone his age hasn't experienced yet. 
and would probably die to be put in. I'm sure you know the games. It's like City, Tottenham. Tottenham, Liverpool, City. These are next Liverpool, week City. And one of those games is a semifinal and a cup tie. Yeah. For, I mean, for the, the lads that are in the cups, this is a big one for you. So. Uh, I mean, I think this was a case of a guy getting very I mean, aggressive. This is, this is his time to prove yeah. that he could do it. This is the exact moment. Like, you can't ask for a better opportunity as a youngster. You're seeing Saka take advantage of it. He's got because this summer they're gonna probably buy people. They're gonna have a full transformation, and it's like, oh, this guy's a fucking idiot. Like we can't trust them. There goes your spot. Well, and here, but here's the thing: it's such a, it was such a freak thing because he was trying to be aggressive. Well, okay, hold on, let's rewind then. Okay, yeah, let's rewind. If you want to get, if you want to say Neil Mappe, let's go back to that fuckhead nonce, Neil Mappe. Yeah, yeah. If you want to say that guy was being aggressive and ran into Burnt Leno and killed him and got away with murder. Okay, that's wild. And Eddie and Ketia, two different two different situations. And Eddie, you're and Ketia, going for the ball. Eddie no, no, no. Ketia, it wait. is a red card. I agree, it is a red card. I don't but think I'm not sitting here saying. I never said Mappe's a red. So that's two but scenarios. in both you cases, no, no, no. In both cases, it's the forward going hard for the ball and incurring a foul. The difference is that yeah, the rules of the game conduct that Eddie and Ketia having his studs up. Now it looks way worse in slow motion. Then it does in real time, but it is a red by the rules of the game. Jamie Vardy had a similar incident in this game that many have brought up. He did a flying roundhouse kick to Mustafi's face. Um, and actually, if you look at it, Mustafi looked pretty bad. And again, that's another one where I think when you slow it down, you see a little more intent. But that's that's what replay does. You know, that's what I think the Enketi was a red. The Vardy one, I, I wouldn't give. But again, you could look and see why someone like Mikel Arteta actually in the post game was very upset and thinking that you know we have so we get so many red cards and there are things and he specifically actually that's why people are going to that moment. He mentioned the Vardy kick in the face. He brought it up and said, "Well, if he didn't mean it, but you know what, he did it. So that's what our guy did. You know, so yeah. um, I, I I understand. I agree that Enketi is missing some big moments. It's going to hurt him career wise. I just I feel it's like he was more him. unlucky than." I mean, I'm mad. How old is he? Happened. Uh, twenty. So, like, bro, when I was twenty, like, I was so hyped just to watch these games. Imagine being twenty and not and having a chance to play in them and yeah. not being able to play in them. Yeah, no, that, that sucks would actually for him. be like hard. But again, and then imagine, yeah, like, but imagine, he's being an idiot. Like, that's well, he mate. If you look at the replay, go look at it in normal speed. Do I think he should have been banned that many games? No, they appealed too, and he, they didn't win that, the appeal. That I think was harsh, but. I think one I, game would have been I fine. I think – see, the thing is, man, these red cards, you could bring up so, – so tomorrow someone can get a red card. And then you could bring up a history or something that happens in the future and just keep comparing it to it. But games are called differently. Things are things are seen differently. In the moment, you can't – what I've learned is like you can't compare it to like the past games and because those, those are even different refs. Like you just got to be like, all right, in that moment, it was a red card. That was unfair. You can't be like, oh, then Jamie Vardy but, in this game against whoever. Well, Jamie Vardy, this is the Jamie Vardy's in the same game. That was in the same. Jamie Vardy was in this game we're talking about. Neil Mappe was a different game. Okay, I'll yes, give you I that. met Neil Mappe. Jamie Vardy was in this game. Okay, was that seen though? Yeah. They should have looked to so they gone the to ball far. was being played in the moment on whose feet? It was Socrates in the area. No, Socrates hasn't played in like three months, okay, maybe. Who's the lad? Who's I don't the, remember who was playing it. But squadron it's, it's, or some shit? Oh, he's the one that got kicked in the face. Okay, yeah. did he have the ball at his feet when he got roundhouse kicked? I, I don't recall. I don't care. Okay, so. so this happened when no refs were looking at him. 
I'm just saying, if the the ball was at yeah, but there was a stoppage and Ketia went again. Bam! There was a stoppage. I'm not saying that Vardy should have gotten it and Ketia. I'm saying that a guy like Arteta being upset about these things, and you can see if your if your team, I'm telling you right now, if your team got all these reds. And there were other incidences where things happened to your team and they weren't being called reds. You're, I mean, the Mape, the Vardy thing, these are just small examples. And then it just seems like the second Arsenal's doing something, boom, the guy's gone, red card. You know, it's, uh, it's something so that's been difficult. The victim card now, eh? Well, I mean, if it was happening to you, you'd say the same thing. I'm just, I'm just mentioning that it's been noticed by but, the manager and he's bringing it up. That's, and I think he's doing a good job by putting pressure on future refs. That's true. But I think that's an if. And you know what? Maybe it's down to Arteta to uh, kind of ingrain these guys a way of playing where they don't do that. Uh, yeah. I there's mean, a I time and place anyway. to be aggressive and there's a certain way to tackle people. And there's no – like I don't care how you how – you, like there's no way you should get someone like, the way Nketiah did. Like I, there's no excuse for it. I'm, I'm going to advise everyone to go watch the play um, and see – you know, here's what it looked like to me. Being a guy that's played – it looked to me that he – and again, red card because he fucked up because he was late. But to me it looked like someone that touched the ball, right, was try, or was trying to touch the ball. Like you know when it's like just a little out of reach and you and another guy are going for it and you try to just touch it past the guy and then run by him. Okay. But his touch was late. Again, it is a red card. I don't think we're arguing that. Um, so we'll see what happens there. I think in fast – if you look at it in normal speed, uh, it was a little tough for him. So I'm not like – Super mad at him, but it's a, it's unlucky. Tough talking about just the game in general because I don't want to overstate that. Talk about that topic too long. We we go too deep into it. How did you think the the? I thought the team played pretty well though. Outside of that, that they should have. Yeah. Like, outside of the red card, they should have held on. Fifteen minutes on a red card, you should hold on. It, you should be able to hold. And they should have killed him in the first half. They yeah. had two, three chances. And Mikel Arteta even said in his post game, he even made the hand gesture. This, the, he said we should have killed them in the first half. So um, yeah, it was one of those games where they're they're dominating the whole game, and then an event like that happens. Then Ketia moment, and then that goal that Leicester scored though, the pass, yeah, it was pass nice. that was. I mean, that was just an amazing pass. So mm-hmm. you can say they deserved the draw, but um, they only deserved it because it was ten on eleven. Yeah, it was a Demar. So you take that how you'd want it, but like, um, if it was eleven on eleven, there's no doubt in my mind that wouldn't have happened. Yeah, on the uh, yeah on the it would have been two two nil, my guess. Yeah, yeah. Arsenal. I agree. I think Leicester still has things to be worried about. I don't think they're they're there yet. And if they want to get top four, if that City decision, which we can talk about in a second, you know, doesn't get appealed, fifth place doesn't make Champions League. I think Leicester's screwed. I think they're in trouble. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, Arsenal playing better, I think. Uh, last stat I want to mention about that game and move on. Only two Premier League players have more assists than Bukayo Saka, who had the assist on the Aubameyang goal uh, in all comps this season. He has 12 assists. Who are those two players that have more assists than Saka? Trent. Yep, Trent has 14, and then this guy has more than both at 19. 19, KDB? Yeah. Yep. De Bruyne and Alexander-Arnold are the only ones that have more assists than Saka this year. Because you made a stat that Saka had more assists than Pogba the past two years. Yeah, so... That was a fun one there. So, uh, moving on. Uh, Which is wild because, man, I still rate Pogba very highly. Yeah, it's just – well, I think for him it's because of injuries, you know. Yeah. He's in, which we'll get to in a second. Chelsea 2 uh, – or sorry, Crystal Palace 2, Chelsea 3. Giroud, Pulisic, and Abraham, the goal scorers for Chelsea. Zaha and Benteke for Crystal oh. Palace. That is Benteke's first Premier League home goal in 801 days. The last time he did it 
was against Leicester in April of 2018. And, you know, going on the other side of it, Chelsea Drude's on fire. Five goals in his last eight. Man. It took 49 Hot to get five. Tammy Abraham. Right? But he did score in this game. Yeah. So, And then William is uh, scorching hot. He's been involved in goals in four straight games, and he leads the Premier League in goal involvements since the restart. What's your take on, I said, I guess we'll start with Chelsea. My take is, um, <laughs> so I'm going to be honest with you, out of all the teams that I've seen and watch, I legitimately, other than Liverpool, I get excited most to watch Chelsea because mm-hmm. I like the way they play the most out of any other team. And when I say team, I mean like real teams. You know what I mean right. by that? Like that are actually have like fan bases and yeah. stuff. So like they're definitely the second so I always enjoy watching them. I think I think as much as I like seeing Liverpool up top right now, I already know it's inevitable, and there's no doubt in my mind. Within like three years, Chelsea will have at least one title. Okay. The way that Lampard has is managing this group, and these, like, sure these are like kind of his players, but they really aren't. Imagine if he brings his own guys. It's just going to be stupid. I think. I think he sees the game a, lot, a way that a lot of these other managers don't. Um. But Jesus Christ, like he he could fit two strikers up there now. Like now, I, I remember I said there's no way. Like that's not my. I think he could figure a way out or something like that. It's crazy. Yeah, he already has Ziyech and Werner coming up, and, and then we t- you talked about Abraham being in trouble. I mean, he's not even the the best one on the team right now. With Giroud having all of a sudden a, like a and, and what is going on there? What a I'm renaissance. Say, what I'm saying is like I feel like Lampard is the type where. You can let a good player go, and it'll be worse for that player than the team. Because I feel like anyone that comes into Chelsea, Lampard's bringing you in because he has a purpose for you on the team. You know what I mean? I feel like you're, a player is better with Lampard as like for Genie Wijnaldum is not a good player. Like he's he's good, but he's not as good as people think he is. So when he leaves Liverpool, you'll, you'll see a big downgrade. Emery Chan, you saw a big downgrade. These guys rely a lot on the manager, and I think a lot of these guys are flourishing on Chelsea because of Frank Lampard. Do I, their team on paper really isn't that great. So are anything's Frank Lampard, manager of the year? Outside of Klopp. Outside of Klopp, yeah. Okay, I right. think the records that this Liverpool team or yeah, yeah. hates no, to right. set are insane. Yeah, so you're a big Frank Lampard guy, safe to say. Um, how about that Wolf Zaha goal? That was banana lands. Yeah. I, I rate him. I, I just hope he doesn't stay at Palace. That's all I'm saying. Did you know that was the longest goal he's ever scored? I think that was from 35 yards out, and I think he hadn't had one longer than 19 in his career. So Did this, it, was a, it was a crazy rip. He actually played for Mark. Uh, yeah. It was a crazy rip. Uh-huh. Um, so Zaha with the good strike there. Chelsea now jumping into third place, jumping Leicester with the two results we've just talked about. They're on 60 points. Uh, Leicester with 59, and now the team we're talking about next, United with 58. They're on fire. 3 nothing winners over Aston Villa. Their goals from Fernandez on a penalty, Greenwood and Pogba. United is now the first team to win four games in a row by three-plus goals. Granted, yeah, they, they may have been against some farmer teams, but that's a pretty good record. On the other hand of it, people are a little upset. United has set the record for most penalties given in a season. 18. Now with... 18. I, I thought it was 13 is what I have here. Maybe it's all competition. Oh, in all competitions, 18. 18. Yeah. In the Premier League, it's 13, which is uh, unreal. Um, we mean, just got a message from – from. I actually, it's funny. So penalty was, pool is what Liverpool used to be called. Just remember that. Well, I mean, Jesus. And that's – if you heard the intro, Penchester United. Yeah. Um, it's funny because Brian and Devin, shout yeah. out those guys, have started a chat uh-huh. now that we're in together, you know, when United had their game because he's now a United fan. So did you watch? 
He did. He did. I'll mention that in the show. What a, that's a, so hopefully he can get into it yeah. now because that was a great game to <laughs> get into. And so Brian said the real reason Devin chose Man United, he can only root for teams that always receive preferential treatment because of how many uh, pens United has won. That aside, they look really good. Yeah, I agree. I think they're I, – I don't know who – I think it's just – they're just – their front three is just hungry. Mm-hmm. Each player has like a per- – like Barcial is – I feel like he always has. He always plays good. I mean, anyone that listens since the beginning knows I'm a big Tony guy. Shout you out are, Tony, yeah. friend of the pod. Mm-hmm. Um, had went to Nobu with him. Actually, we did. Um, <laughs> what? But, <laughs> Wait, what? What is that? <laughs> you never been to Nobu? What the fuck are you talking about? Is this a Star Wars planet, man? Nobu? No, mate. It's like sushi. You've never been to Nobu? No. What? I don't know. I have. I didn't even know you were speaking English. No, Nobu's like a, a a very famous sushi chain. Okay. Wild. Where? I don't know what Nobu is. All Where? over the country and world. Who knows? I want to know who knows Nobu. Our listeners. I guarantee you every single N-O-B-U, Nobu? Yeah. Okay. I, dude, you're gonna, your Twitter's going to blow That's up. That's fine. I'm, I'm I'd love you. for it to because it never does. So we'll do that. So you got Rashford who's uh-huh. like young striker, you know. This is he's breaking out Greenwood, who's mm-hmm. like young, hungry. I mean, this is a hungry team. Bruno Fernandez is new, so he's still kind of like you know uppy about his move. Yeah. Pogba kind of feels like playing again. I mean, this is I don't even know what Ole did. Is this Ole? Do you think this is Ole's influence or what happened? I, I think it, it has to be a little bit. But the purchase of Fernandez really opened things up. And gosh, Mason Greenwood, his strike thoughts on that that ridiculous oh, strike he had. Like I said, that, that guy's strength for his age is just ridiculous, I think. So I guess we could bring it up. Devin was watching. Um, uh, he, he he said his first text we got, where the fuck is Fred? Because <laughs> he's a big Fred guy. Fred's um, good. And he first said that position. benching – he said that's like benching Aaron Judge. You don't do that. Uh, they no, should win not. this. Aston Villa sucks. I already dislike El Ghazi, so he was already going. Oh off. my god, uh, Cristiano El Ghazi! Yeah, so he was uh, he was very um, actively texting about it, and uh, he was watching the game. And uh, when Bruno scored, they've done it. My boy Fernandez. Um, so just some shares on on a you know Fred's in. Let's go when Fred came into the match. Yeah. So he was pretty excited. Um, I believe Fred got a yellow card later in the game, yeah. too. So. so, To which Brian asked, why do you like Fred so much, by the way? Devin says, if you have to ask, you wouldn't understand. So, very interesting to see. Um, anyway, these, you know, so he's into it. Good on you, Devin. Uh, I guess, and you've picked a team that, that looks promising. And Mason Greenwood, again, uh, promising figure, I think. Um, I'd be very interested when we have time to ask the listeners who they think that promising young player is. Uh, we'll talk about it, I guess, in another in another episode. I was thinking of you know those four English guys that we talked about potential English future. Can't when we talked it. about uh, Foden, Greenwood, Saka, and there was another lad, uh, uh, young player. I think if you, I think I think it's two players. I think one is going to be a star, and I think he's going to stay here. I think Greenwood's going to make a move to like a Spanish giant. Okay, I could see Greenwood going to Real Madrid. Like kind of like a Michael Owen type thing. Really, you think he's that? He's going to be that? Uh, yeah, motivated to move uh, away. Yeah. Well, I don't think he's being the other guy motivated. Being to, I don't think he's being mo- motivated to move away. But I think like when that opportunity presents itself, you're going to want to go. I think the the guy that's going to be like 
freaking like 20, like freaking 15 years down the line, we're going to be seeing him. Like it's going to be Trent, I think, in my opinion, because I think he'll eventually move to midfield because he's just. Okay, I'm going to ask a poll, but Trent's not in the question. Oh, okay. Because uh, it, was, it was a tweet we put up a long time ago. Because he's already established, so not established guy. I guess Greenwood's coming up. So, who is who are you most excited out of? Out of Foden, Sancho, Saka, Greenwood. It's hmm. a good question. You know, I you know I could see Jaden Sancho being like, wait, who's this lad? Oh, Foden. Foden. <laughs> no, I just couldn't see because of the screen. Oh yeah. Um, I think Jaden Sancho. You know who he reminds me a lot like. He'll he'll get better, but not as good as people think. But be a star, mm-hmm. Raheem Sterling. Okay, that's Jane Sancho's future. I think okay. he won't go. He won't be good enough to be like a Spanish giant guy, but he'll be like dominant in the Premier League. I think. Okay, it's funny because that's how I picture. Like I watched Saka a lot, and that's how I picture Saka being. But you know, I think Saka has better um, passing ability than Raheem Sterling. Really? Isn't isn't his Raheem passing Sterling isn't no? much of a passer? He's yeah. speed and he moves right. Yeah, so it'll be interesting. Uh, I want I the listeners. Soccer, we'll put up. We'll put up a, a. Yeah, it's a tough one. It's early. Saka's only played like three games, like legit no, games. He's, he's played a decent amount this season, uh, but I mean, I think he's played more than Greenwood. But Greenwood's just but scored Greenwood's, a lot of goals yeah, lately. He's a goal machine. Um, and Sancho hasn't been in the Premier League, so that might be tough for some people to guess. We know what Jeff Paris is voting, but let's say we're going to ask you guys. Uh, so think, check out the poll but and mutually, let us know what you think. Then we can we'll agree. More. Look. Nothing against the guy, but Foden is, at the moment, I think... Last on this list? Last, but I don't know. Because I haven't seen enough of Saka, so I can't say he's last, because I, I don't think I've gotten a big a big enough sample size of Saka. I've seen him make nice plays, but I can't base him off of one game. Yeah, two my, my recency bias is saying that Greenwood is is the real deal. But, you know, we'll see. Yeah, I agree. We'll see what's going on there. Uh, moving on, Brighton won Liverpool 3, Salah with a brace, Henderson with a goal, and... Brighton's goal came from Trossard just before the half. Uh, before Liverpool scored those two goals in 127 seconds, they hadn't scored in seven hours and 47 minutes on the road. Uh, did you know that? Yeah. So it had been a while. Uh, what were your? I mean, you're the Liverpool guy. Uh, what were your thoughts on this one? Same thing as last. I mean, they're not playing how just they did before clinical. the break. Oh, you don't think they played that great? No. You were particularly upset. With Curtis Jones's misplacement, is not I'm Curtis saying. Jones, Nico Williams, or Nico Williams. Sorry, that's what yeah. Was, yeah. Um, well, because he's he's he was put at left back, uh-huh, which is not he's not a left back, and he was getting beat after the so the first twenty minutes he played good, and then after that he was getting abused to the point where the announcer even said they have to protect him, so they put Robertson out there just because they knew it was just not you know where you should play him mm-hmm. and Copeland and that the hard way. And that's why when you texted when we were up two nothing like Liverpool's in the back, I was like, "Well, they've found a weakness well, right now." It's Nico Williams, yeah, and it, and five minutes later, sure enough, Brighton scored that goal. Troussard scored that goal, and when Robertson came in, I pretty much was like, "All right, you won your bet." Like Liverpool's secured, and and it was. Um, but I think it goes to show how important Andy Robertson has been. Yeah, yeah, I think pretty academic victory for them, and, and yeah, there were some times I guess. Brighton gave him trouble, but as someone that bet on this game, I was is one of the, and I get worried a lot. I was yeah. not worried. So you know what Klopp is really doing? <laughs> you, know. you know, I thought he'd be pushing for records. He's really experimenting with his team. Like he's using this time to kind of mess around and seeing what works and what doesn't in Kate for like next year. You know what I mean? He's like, yeah. Can I make this guy play here? Can this guy do this? Can this guy do that? If I you know, he he's moving the midfield around even, like trying 
defensive mid mids as attacking. It's just really seeing his team, and I think shit that's gonna help us next year. Well, even moving a person back to like defense who's not a defender. Yeah. Sometimes they do that. Like Gareth Bale actually started as a back. Um, Saka started as left back, and the, you know his plan is to move up in the future. So that might you know that might. It's funny help you say that. Getting understanding. Trent Alexander Arnold started off as a as a ten. Oh, so he's gone the other Not, way. Well, and the youth. And now he says he prefers midfield, but he's a guy that just does the job. And, I mean, that's why he's a well, good passer. There's also talk that he will move up if they get Yeah, I think he right, will. Right back, you know? I think he so will. Yeah. They just don't really have that position also, behind him. Also, really quick thoughts. I don't think it's uh, – we're going to mention it, which is I'm bringing it up. We were, we were talking about players going to Man City. What do you think about our boy going to possibly Man City? David Alaba. Uh, I had not heard about that. Yeah. <laughs> well – if you know, we could bring. I, I don't know. I mean, I Man City can use the help. They 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 can use all the help they they want. But I think in the summer we can talk about some of these transfers. I I don't know. I As someone that has dabbed it. with David Alaba in person, that would break my heart. <laughs> so me and Matt dabbed with them. Speaking of Man City, five nothing win over Newcastle. Another clinical win. Not too much to mention here. Uh, Jesus, Mares, Silva, and Sterling scoring, and as if that wasn't enough. Federico Fernandez scored on himself an own goal. So that's the five Some, goals. I didn't watch the game, but I did see that KDB had a really nice free kick. Yeah, so he, he did. Um, Not his first. I mean, he had a nice one against Liverpool, too. Wait, you're saying he didn't score on one, though? Who scored on the free kick? Oh, you must have been thinking about Silva. Right? Did Silva take it? I thought KDB or? took it. Mahrez. I, look, I'll be honest with you. I watched parts of this game, and then it got really boring. See what I mean? Man City. <laughs> well, because they were winning. And I, I was this just like, well, this was on at the yeah. same time as another game. I'm not, look, I'm not I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying you don't want to watch When Man was City this play. game on? It was 12 p.m. That's right. So there were other games, and as soon as they went up, like, one right, nothing, right. I was, was like, this game's over. I think it was David Silva. You're right. Yeah, so as soon as they went up one nothing, <laughs> I, I, I watched the other games. But, hey, my point <laughs> being, if, is, if it was any other top five, six team, you would know who's it depends. It depends to me if it's in. Like what? What? What was the other game? There are other games they were on. I think I skipped. Wolves. I think it was this. Yeah, I Sheffield Wolves. I had money on that game, so I, I was like, ah. Uh, and that was on gold, so I started focusing on that one. I will say this though: David Silva is the first player, thirty-four or older, to get a goal and an assist in a game since April of twenty seventeen. Do you know who did it in April twenty seventeen? How old? Thirty-four or older in the Premier League to get a goal and an assist in a game. This Steven guy Jared. did it April twenty seventeen. So that's after Gerrard's time, I think. Against Sunderland, and he—I'll give you the hint. He played for Manchester United, uh, very briefly. Like you may not even remember. You know, you may not think of him as a Di Maria United guy. No, but he—that was on his team. You uh, bet. You, you bet on him when you went to England. Ibrahimovic. Yes, Zlatan was the last one. <laughs> Fun fact: that was just something I dug out of the bottom drawer. Now Silva has reached ten assists in all ten seasons with City. Are they going to miss him next year? Who? David Silva. Yeah, they will. Oh, he's go. He's leaving too. That's I even think so. right. It's right. Even so, yeah, he's he's a guy that you know. It's funny because he's going to move on. I think he's still too good for MLS. So where would he go? I he, I could see him do, taking like the Santi Cazorla route or one of the you know going, going back to, to your home team. Okay. I think he came from Valencia. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure. I don't know. Um, yeah, go back there. So right. the sun. Yeah, so City, pretty clinical win. Uh, a, a game that was – had 102 minutes in it because of the injury times, 12 minutes of stoppage, but no goals. Bournemouth nil, Tottenham nil. Uh, 
and the only reason I talk about it, usually nil nil, you're like, well, that there's nothing to talk about. Big VAR controversy in the fourth minute. Harry Kane going down. Uh, you know, it was looked at VAR. I think Joshua King ran into him. Yeah. VAR said no pen. Michael and then Jose Mourinho was not happy. Does not like Michael Oliver. We know that. You know, if you if you can actually, if we find the press conference, I'll have our intern retweet it. Really funny press conference where it was like, if I speak, I'm in trouble. Part two. Yeah. And you know who the ref was is what he said. First of all, let me ask you, what were your thoughts? Pen or not a pen? I don't think it was a pen just because I don't think it was done on purpose. Mm -hmm. I think it was a mix of King going in for like a possible header and then Kane kind of moving last second in his way on accident. So it may have looked like it was. I I don't think either of them like knew what was going to happen. So I would. I think it was. See, when you have to think about it that much, I don't think it's a pen. And and I here's right. I disagree on the intent part because you don't need intent for it to be a pen. But I agree with you that it wasn't one because in this particular case where there was no intent, like you said, it looks like they just ran into each other. Like you could see Josh King's face is looking at the ball and he's running with another guy. Actually, right there was another Spurs guy he's running with. And then he runs into Kane, who was coming onto the ball. While it was a clear chance for Kane, it wasn't something where, like, each guy has an equal chance at the ball. Right. You know? and, and if Lee literally just ran into him. It wasn't like he – which made it look like a push because he probably saw him at the last second. And what do you do when you see something at the last second? You try to brace yourself. Yeah. And that's where the arms came up. It looked like a push. So a lot of Spurs fans were upset. Jose Mourinho was upset. Put that aside because it seems like we agree on that. I want to know other people's thoughts. You can tweet us. You ready for this? Tottenham had zero shots. Zero, mate. Zero shots on target. The first Mourinho team to do that since 2007, Chelsea versus Newcastle. And it's the first time in 186 Premier League games that Bournemouth have held an opponent to zero shots. What's Spurs' issue, mate? They're, they are looking very tepid. They, they only look good against Everton, I think. And then since, you know, aside from that, it's been trash. <laughs> I think, I don't know what it is. I, I don't like Spurs. <laughs> no, like I mean, I don't either. But mate, like, <laughs> like, wh- so what? I guess what has happened to them? Because their fans are saying, you know, there was a fan I, I saw online that said something about, and I know it's not good to take fans at stock because fans can say some wild shit online. Yeah, yeah. But they, there's a guy that was like, well, in the last X amount of games, Jose has this many po- points, and Poch had 23 in his last 22 games, and but. Why was Poch able to take the same team to a Champions League final last year, and then they look so they terrible lost someone, this year? Didn't they? Hey, my my question is, they hey, lost yeah, they've lost people. Well, Erickson, but my He's question big guy, is, big big key to the last year. But then they they were supposed to replace him with all these people, Lo Celso and Dombele, like all these people. My point being. Let's look at has Jose lost it because at his last jobs, no, I mean no, the way he left United. The way has has soccer transcended him? Has the like with Wenger, his style was old. It became outdated. Right. Is Jose Mourinho becoming outdated? I don't think he's become outdated. I think he's joined a team that doesn't have much fun. A team that is coming off of a rough UCL final L, and they lost a key player in that. Well, no matter what you think about about Christian Eriksen, you can't deny the fact that he was a top three player in their team last year. And um, they they came to this season like not motivated. I feel like they're one of those. So Klopp had his team motivated to come back, right? 
not just for the league, but for Champions League. They got second in the league and won Champions League. Now, this team just did not. I feel like their mentality is off. Like, they play a way that they feel like they, I don't know. So how long of a leash can we give him? So, because if he can't can spend argue, money, if he can't spend money, might as well just get rid of him as soon as possible. I, you no, you can't put anyone in this on this team and, and expect him to do well. Well, I, so to your point, I can I can say okay, you have a good argument because he didn't start the season with them. So if the team wasn't motivated when he came in, yeah, isn't but by now shouldn't they have had at least one shot against a team like Bournemouth who stinks? I mean, this yeah, is bad. They should. That's with bad. the players they have, mate. I just think it's like I said. Maybe the players are better, but it's just their mentality. I think there's so much of a mentality aspect okay. to, to the sport, and like how much I, of that is on the manager? A lot, but it's such it's a fucking t- like I don't think like many managers can do this mm-hmm. the job. I mean, no one wants to play for Tottenham right now. And sorry for any Tottenham fan listening, but like no one wants to play for you right now. Okay. There's nothing very appealing. So then I guess we'll... I'm uh, not a hater. I'm just saying... I, dude, I've even got on the Tottenham bandwagon for it. Like, I'm in like, oh, they're a fun team to watch. I like everything. Now it's just total opposite. There's nothing appealing about that team. So we'll have to see then. Not even I Harry guess, Kane excites me. I, I mean, I mean, I'd hope not. That's wild. Uh, well, now we'll think? To, I mean, I, I think with Mourinho, <laughs> it's been bad. And there's no excuse for zero shots against Bournemouth for being this bad. That I mean, people make fun of Arsenal this year. And yes, it's been a clown car. It's been bad. Unai Emery stuff. But for them to be worse than Arsenal, and Arsenal's by far worst year in like 20-some years, 30 yeah. years, that is with a, with almost the same – yeah, you took Ericsson off. With almost the same team that made the Champions League final, uh, something needs to turn around. Now, I'm not saying fire him. Go ahead and give him an offseason. Let him get some of his players. But I'm wondering how long is that leash going to be? Because it's a cutthroat kind of thing now where people get dropped right away as managers if they yeah. don't turn things and around. It, and if you ask me, I think if you were to go and talk to Jose Mourinho, I think right now I'd be like, if I can go back in time, I don't know if i take this job. Well, that, that's the other thing. As a manager, you got to be selective when you're that That's player. why I, I was shocked when he signed with Spurs and – there's so many other teams that he could have gone to, but yeah. he probably chose the worst one as far as like what he's used to. Well, with that draw, Spurs essentially are out of kind of any running for a European spot in my in my opinion. I believe I think yeah. Well, why does it say here seventh will get promoted to European to a Euro spot? Fifty one points gets you there. Fifty two. Maybe they're already prepping for the city decision. I guess, yeah. Or I, I believe actually it's three Euro teams, so that's probably right because the FA Cup, it's FA Cup winners and then, yeah. So I guess they have a shot at Europa League. Never mind. It's there. But any any hope for Champions League, I think it's dead. We can yeah. agree with that. Well, I mean, I grew up having Tottenham in Europa League, so it won't be new for me. So there we go. Same. Uh, <laughs> let's round out the rest of the scores. Sheffield won Wolves nil in a very late John Egan winner. Uh, Watford 2, Norwich 1. Uh, Buendia, the goal scorer for Norwich. That got Your cancelled boy. out by Craig Dawson. And Welbeck with the overhead winner to send Norwich to six losses what in a, a row. Uh, West Ham 0, Burnley 1. Jay Rodriguez with the goal there. Your boy. boy. And Everton 1, Southampton 1. Ings and Richarlison, the goal scorers. So you made some notes there. What, what were you uh, wanting to mention? I on think these Danny games? Welbeck's goal was 
up for goal of the year potentially, right? Would you agree with that? I don't – well, goal of the year – but it was good. It was good. It was his first goal since August I of think, 2018. And you know what the bad. funny thing is? So before we last recorded, I think I was making like a tea and I looked at you and I was like, dude, your boy, I saw him come in the game like yesterday. You're like, who? It's like he plays for Watford now. You're like, oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Like maybe yeah. well back. Oh, of I was course. Like, yeah. I followed him. And yeah. then he comes back with the screamer. <laughs> with the game winner too, which could be crucial in them staying up. Uh, right, because now they are three points out of Bournemouth for that last relegation Making spot. That one lad super left. happy. What's his name? Uh, He's got his own stand. Elton John. Elton John. Shout Elton out to Elton John. So yeah, that was a really pretty. We got to get back on the shout out from Danny Welbeck. Yeah. Um, shout out Buendia too. Your boy, first your boy. Premier League goal, I believe, for Buendia. There. No, is it? It is. Believe it or not, he's really good at assists, but his goals. I mean, it just wasn't there. Um, I did want to make a note. James Ward-Prowse missed the penalty in that Everton-Southampton game. He joins Marcus Rashford in the two penalties missed this season club. Not a club you want to be in. Um, And in that game, Danny Ings opened the scoring to no surprise. He leads the league in game-opening goals. So if you ever want to make a bet on who's going to score first... Danny Ings has done it oh, what's nine the score in your times game right now? Season. Live update, guys. So I'll, to, I'll check. I'll you check want to tell them what you bet? We'll check in a little. I want, there are a couple of things I want to get through here, and then I'll, I'll gambling corner. We'll you haven't it checked up. it out yet? I'd be nervous we'll, right we'll now. bring it up in the gambling corner. There's a couple of things I wanted to mention real quick before we, we get we get to that moment. Um, what was I? So we were mentioning <laughs> things, <moment>. Ward Prowse. <laughs> oh, here's a fun one. Ready? Oh, so yeah, West question, Ham loses oh. to Burnley. Okay, so far so good. West Ham loses to Burnley. Did you know that West Ham – my question to you is, is there anyone on that team you find as a uh, uh, provider, like a creative – 100%. Manuel Lanzini. Okay. So since August of 2015, Dimitri Payet has created 28 more chances than any other West Ham player. He left in January of 2017. So West Ham, big yikes, huh? Yeah. I, I mean, thought that was a fun I fact that I wanted to share. They've become super unlucky <laughs> with Lanzini's health, though, for sure. That's true. Yeah. But uh, also, I want the people's opinion on Jay Rodriguez's hair beard combo. I want to know if you like it or not. I'm a fan of it. You're not. Yeah, let's hear what people have to say if they have anything, what you guys think about Jay Rodriguez. All right, anything to mention? Anything else, I guess? Uh, Sheffield's goal was a huge winner. I mean, I don't know if you saw Chris Wilder said he pulled a hamstring. Um, it's pulled Sheffield within one point of Wolves. They're now in a Europa League qualification spot. That's real tight there. Wolves 52, Sheffield 51, Arsenal 50, Tottenham 49, Burnley 49. Oh, wow. So um, those are all Europa League spots that are pretty much up for grabs uh, there. Okay, so let's go to our Week 34 scores. Uh, big week for everyone. Brian didn't pick, and I think you probably lost out because everyone scored more than their average. Leading the way was Steve with 20 points. Nikhil had 16, and both of us got 15 uh, in different ways, but we got it. So the overall year is still Arine with a 14.55 average. Nikhil's in second at 13.86. I'm in third at 13.65, but Steve's right behind me at 13.60. And the caboose, 13.21, Brian. you got to elevate. And I reckon Devin may be joining us next year. Just scout out the rest of the Premier League this season and join our little prediction game next season again. We're going to figure out prizes. and. uh, Planes and whatnot. So let's do week 35 predictions. So get your predictions out and ready, everyone. Uh, 
So we have a couple of 6.30 games tomorrow. Rushmore, right? Still got Mount Rushmore. Yeah, it's comments. So we got a couple 6.30 games, uh, or 4.30, I guess, Pacific time. Ain't no one, or 7.30 Eastern, and I'm not waking up for either of these. We got Watford and Newcastle. I got Watford 1, Newcastle 1. Miguel Almiron is my goal scorer. I had the same score, but I got Joe Clinton. Go Joe! I want Joe Clinton to score. I'm just worried he won't play, because Joe Clinton, I hope he scores. I hope you actually get this right. Uh, Norwich, West Ham. Norwich has lost six in a row. Make it seven. I got Norwich one, West Ham two. But I couldn't think of a West Ham goal scorer, so I went with Timu Puki as the goal scorer. I went one all in the same thing, so I decided Puki there you as go. well. I, almost, I tried scrolling with my note. <laughs> you yeah, know how you scroll bananas. your phone up? I just yeah, tried it on I a live that. notepad. Um, Liverpool, Burnley. I got Liverpool three, Burnley nil, Sadio Mane. I got three. I think Burnley might nick one. Because I don't know who's going to be starting in the back. Mm-hmm. And I'll go with Salah. They're actually better than we think. Like I just mentioned, they have 49 points. They're one point behind Arsenal tied with Spurs. Uh, Sheffield. I think at Anfield. Yeah. Tough. Sheffield hosts Chelsea. And I think this is a tra- like I was almost going to pick a draw. And I and it still could be, so I'm not going to touch this in betting. But I got Sheffield one, Chelsea two. William to continue. I have the same score, but I got Mason Mount getting on the board. I was going to say he hadn't scored in a while. Brighton hosts Man City. I got Brighton one, City four. Sterling. Uh, Brighton one, City two. Sterling. Yeah, Brighton's better than I think the people think. Uh, Wolves hosting Everton. I think this will be an interesting game. I got one, one. Raúl. Same thing. All right. Villa hosting. I Palace. feel like here. I have a deal. I think anytime we match the score. I think we should both put a bet on it. Oh, you think um, like so? We, since we put one one, we should we should Legit bet real life. in real life. Yeah, because it's a confident thing. What other score did we have the same? Uh, Norwich, Watford, Newcastle. We can go check. Was that one one also? Yeah. Oh God! So we're gonna be betting on draws. Oh dear. We'll see. It happens more than you think. It does. Yeah, we'll see. All right. uh, Villa zero, Palace two is what I have. Christian Penteke. Oh, wow. I got Villa one, Palace one, and I just threw in Jack Grealish. There you go. Uh, Tottenham and Arsenal, I think, is the game of the week. I mean, I'm not being biased. Aside from Wolves-Everton, it's probably the best I don't think that's game of the week. What's the game of the week, mate? No, no, no. I meant when you said Wolves-Everton. Oh, but I'm saying that's the only one that competes with it in terms of, like, quality of both opponents. Uh, I'm very confident. Uh, I'm probably going to be wrong, but it's good to be confident again because I used to not be. I got Tottenham one, Arsenal three. I got a bombing. I've gone into games against Jose Mourinho confident a lot. So 1-1. One, one. Uh, Kane. Believe me, you'll get, you're going to get Mourinho. <laughs> it's going to be a boring-ass game. Yeah. So, yeah, Bournemouth hosting Leicester. I got Bournemouth 0, Leicester 2, Jamie Vardy. I got 0-3, Leicester and Vardy. And uh, United 3, Southampton 1. I got Greenwood. Same score, but I have Martial. And, uh, yeah... Uh, Quote, Devin, we should beat the Hamptons, is what he said about that game. So, so Well, since he's new, he probably doesn't know Southampton is actually where the Titanic set off. Yeah. So a nice little little movie thing for... Right? If, if you didn't know that, I think most people know that, though, right? So that brings us into the comment. Yeah, that's it was supposed true. to land. I think it was people supposed to come know. back to Liverpool, too. Oh, really? Yeah, I think people know. Know about the Southampton part, right? No, from the movie. I mean, I, it's so funny because I remember I mean, when I was picking... It's an old movie, though. You'll probably forget yeah. you're so young. Well, it's so funny because when I was picking teams or when I was looking at Southampton, I was like, oh, that's unlucky. Did you actually, like, notice that? Yeah, I did. I, I didn't did know that until I followed soccer. Like, oh, really? Yeah, no. Even I if you rewatch the movie, like, I think if you're someone that doesn't give a shit about, like, ge- you know, geography that much, you just think of Southampton as, like, oh, it's just a spot, you know? Just a place. Just, just a place. place to chill. Yeah. No, I, I agree. It's, uh... 
It's not a well-known, but for some reason, since our cousin made me watch Titanic about 36 times, yeah. uh, <laughs> it got ingrained in me, so I know that movie very well. Shout out Leo DiCaprio. Shout out Kate Winslet. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, she was a... She didn't. She wasn't like noticed after that, though, right? I feel yeah, like she pretty much. Done more. She might have done like one or two other movies, but wow, she's done a couple. Actually, she's done a couple. Talk about a bust. Big things, yeah. But, which we'll do next week, <laughs> or next episode. Well, yeah, I think she did one or two. You know who can tell us? Brian. Brian's a big movie guy. So Brian, let us know. Kate Winslet's her name. Yeah, he, okay. yeah. He. She's done a couple things. I think. Um, yeah. Sorry. In terms of, let's go to the comments. Some uh, stuff going on here. Uh, Devin, this is how he about how he did pick Man United. Said he picked them because of Fred. Uh, Brian claiming um, he said in another episode of I knew it, but I have no way to prove it. I knew Devin's team was going to be Manchester United. I just never got around to tweeting it. To which Devin put the evil empire remains strong and has a picture of Darth Vader. He's also gone full United and sent a picture of Bruno dancing. Uh, so I think yeah, it's it's pretty much you know set what? in stone here. Uh, we'll see what he does with watching. I have a the question, kind of going off Devin, kind of picking a team. Mm-hmm. Now, let's say you are getting into soccer now, right? Yeah. Maybe put yourself back when you were choosing a team, except replace how the teams are then with how they are now. Current situation, everything. Be completely honest. Who do you think you'd pick? <laughs> this is one of those hypotheticals. I don't really. Yeah, it's tough to do though because. Well, it it is a hypothetical. Well, yeah, I, no, I didn't oh. say it wasn't. Uh, I I don't know. I I really don't. Um, so let me did, think. Why did you pick okay. Arsenal? Maybe let me just think. so 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 pick up the reason why you picked. Well, Arsenal. It, I watched a few games before I picked them. Like so, I I, I kind of watched a few Premier what, League. What games. did you like about them? Well, their style, and then I looked at their roster. I'm like, who do I know on this team? So, honestly speaking, hmm. And then, you know, I had just watched World Cup before it. So I have to say, okay, I base who I know off of World Cup watching, off of... So you can still do that. I mean, I... Gosh, I don't... Because I don't like saying this because it's going to go against my own team. I think I may... I mean, and, and I'm not I'm gonna, a guy that would have been like, I'm going to pick the team that just won because I don't want to be like a... Well, that's fine. I probably would... It's not your team. Gosh. You're just saying if. You if know, I looked at the roster and then yeah. how they played and you just dropped me in this world now... Yeah. I... God, I'm sorry, people. I'd say Chelsea. I would say Chelsea as well. <laughs> because they have Pulisic, so they have the American factor. And uh, they're not, they're, ex- they're not, they're not like, they have money, but they're not like, you know. Right. You know, they're on the verge chic. of being good, but they're not. They like, have an exciting new manager. But those um, jerseys stink. So that's all I A traditional team. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, yeah, I, in London. Right. London's a big factor. Yeah, I'd in have that. to say Chelsea. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's just it's blasphemy. I mean, I, I think most people would say the same thing. So, so yeah. I don't think you should feel bad about so that. So who would you guys – I guess, well, it, that's really out to Steve and Brian. and Jeff Paris, I think, will still say Sid. Jeff, just be honest with yourself. Uh, that said, Steve wanted Steve wanted to address you. said, Arine, I hear you. Can't ignore Chicago in regards uh, to the state. But in my mind, you have to include the state as a whole. Chicago is great, but I'd rather move to Indianapolis than anywhere else in Illinois. Tell me another great city in Illinois that is just that is not just a suburb. Naperville. I stand by it. Yeah. No, I mean, I, dude, Naperville's downtown's bumping. Well, that's my other thing. Take Indianapolis out of Indiana. I, I I've right? been neglecting since I've turned twenty-one. I've been neglecting downtown Naperville. That shit's fucking lit. Yeah. But I mean, it's got to, it's not like. 
I mean, Indianapolis isn't even that big, so I mean, shit. Yeah. Well, so that's that's one thing. But he's got a point. He's got a point. Yeah. So, and he also wanted to say something to Jeff, spelled spelled the G E O F F to get at him. Uh, would agree. Nonce of the week question mark because uh, Pep Guardiola said that Gabriel Jesus against Southampton, which they lost that game, yeah. was maybe one of his best performances this season. Yeah. <laughs> Is that Pep just trying to give a guy confidence who's been down? I don't know. I think he's just trying to fuck around with the media. You think so? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Nikhil sharing Chelsea's jerseys. I don't know if you saw Chelsea's new away jerseys mm-hmm. uh, on, on Tune. Um, he said, if you thought the home jerseys were bad, dot, dot, dot. Yeah. And he shows these. So uh, that would be actually a beautiful jersey in my opinion if it wasn't for this. But it looks a little bit like Man City to me. You know what it looks like to me? So it's the three with the light blue. You know those those walls? Those not I know, I know, The I, metal I, walls on like a playground? The little pattern on them with the little... You know... <laughs> So it looks like go to a doctor's office. I feel like that's like the nurse's shirt. Oh, so basically Chelsea are a bunch of nurses running around with threes on them. Yeah, yeah. Shout out NHS. <laughs> shout out nurses out there. That's true. That's. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I'm sorry, Brian. I know I like them. Yeah, I mean, so let me piggyback off that before I get into another Steve's fun fact. Brian wrote a, a decent amount about us, and he mentions I think the three logo. Says a few things on the episode showing how American the hosts are. One, the FA Cup is huge for most fans in England, more so than fans in America. It's a big trophy for people there. Do you want to address that? Because uh, because I said good things about FA Cup. So if you're you know you're getting at me, then this I, is your address, I not think, mine. Um, based on what I've gathered on, because I'm part of Liverpool Twitter, and I haven't when I each time I've gone to England, I haven't really gone into discussion about the FA Cup or League Cup because it's honestly not significant um i think people there share the same sentiment i think they're saying they what i'm trying to say is it did but i think as time moves on and teams are getting more money um it doesn't mean that much for big teams okay for for your for your lower teams that get their big paydays when they play us these big teams and whatnot yeah i agree it's big to them but you know that's just what I think they would agree with me. I think a lot would, but some some traditionalists would agree with with Brian as well. I think you get two different sides of it. And then he says in England they spell it T Y R E tire, not T I R E. Hence the Yokohama kit sponsor spelling. Uh, I still think that's bananas. <laughs> I mean, I don't really. That's wild. Because whatever. I mean, are you trying to defend how your team can't spell? Because that's what it sounds like. And then I'll move to the next one while you're looking that up. Uh, <laughs> It is. I mean, no, that's true. It's just bananas. Uh, then we move to three. He still wants to go at the three logo. The three logo is more recognizable in the They're UK. They're used both in the UK, just saying. The three logo is more recognizable in the UK as a logo, not a number. Right. It's comparable to the AT&T logo here, which is, stylized, which is a stylized globe. You don't look at the globe and think, what are those circles and lines? You think, oh, that's AT&T. Same for three. Brits see the logo and think, oh, that's the cellular company. Not what is that number three? Well, mate, a logo is a is a series of shapes and things put together. When you put the number three on a shirt, yeah, I agree. I, I think that's the difference to me. I mean, I get that it's recognizable in the UK, but when you just put a number on the front, like there have been here. Here's another example of something that wasn't recognizable to me. Who was it? There were teams that had like Chinese logos on the front of their jersey. Who? Do you remember? Well, 
what was it? Was it Newcastle at some point or um, there were a couple of teams? It was like a gambling site, right? And like I, you know, I think Leicester had it. Was it was Le- Mansions. Oh no, it was uh, Bournemouth. Bournemouth had the Bournemouth had the the whatever. Whoever had it. That was fine to me because it wasn't like a number. To me, a number throws it off because you have a number on the back. And if you have a number on the front, we're used to sports players having so, the same number on the back and front. Not I, 11 Marcos Alonso's. Yeah. I, I, I think from what I – again, I'm going off of Liverpool Twitter. And this is people around the world and actually most are from England. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't like the three. Yeah. Okay. So – but hey, maybe Hot that could be Brian. biased because it's Liverpool fans and it's you know people around the world. Maybe not outside of Liverpool, England. Mm-hmm. You know, but you all know. I gotta say is, mate, Brian, get the jersey if you want, but just take the three off. The I front. think okay. Well, <laughs> I think you should get the jersey regardless. That's okay. My fair advice. enough. Steve says, "Fun facts for the next pod: In the last thirty-three matches, Pep City has lost nine times. Klopp has nine losses in his last one hundred twenty, which I think was briefly brought up, but that's a fun fact I thought I'd share." You know, I guess to piggyback off that, a lot of people complain, and I've seen it on some Facebook groups and some Twitter talk. What if there's this one guy said this, and I'll tell you my take. If Klopp had done what Pep is doing this season with X amount of losses, 9, 10, whatever it is, he would be getting roasted. Why are people not roasting Pep? What are your thoughts on that? Because people care about Liverpool, whether it's in a positive or negative way, the main city. Okay. That's why. My wondering to that. If play for Unite, if he was the manager of United, mm-hmm. he'd be getting roasted. Okay. Yeah, what, what I wonder there is, why is that guy worried about Like, why why is that guy even concerned about that? that? That's my thing. When people are posting things like that, they're like, why doesn't the media get mad at this? But then, like, what, you know, if it was my guy. But it's but that's not the case. So why, why is that guy so arsed about it? Uh, I, I don't know. It's a good question. I think it's huh? an opinion, yeah. you know. You know, in the end, you know, it is what it is. I don't think the media is going to be the media. The people are going to be the people. They're going to do what they want. But to I do. agree with him. I think, I think if, look, if he was the manager of any other team, people will be talking about it. Mm-hmm. I think that, look, we keep bringing up points that prove me right that City's just so insignificant. <laughs> they're just, good. They're amazing, but they're just so insignificant. People yeah. don't care about you. Like, Blue Moon, oh my God, our rivals. Your main rivals don't even consider you your main rivals, so that's that's a big yikes. Jeff, we're, I'm wait, Jeff. There's no comments in here from you, so I'm waiting to hear what what Jeff uh, has to say about uh, this stuff. Defend yourself, mate. He uh, I'm right. Uh, <laughs> you do too. So uh, <gasps> Steve also mentioned something about uh, Man United being dangerous next year. Uh, oh, here we go. He had a. Uh, there was a picture that showed all of Man United's last few results. 3-0 win over Sheffield. 3-0 win over Brighton. 5-2 over Bournemouth. 3-0 over Aston Villa. Brought that stat up that I brought up earlier. It says going to be a dangerous team I next mentioned year. This. I've been mentioning yeah. this. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Um, and then Nikhil uh, calling out Dabo Swinney. I don't know if you've seen this. This yeah. is from four years ago, I think. Um, oh. So, okay. yeah. But, uh, again... Shouldn't have been brought up. And, yeah, this is – wow, I didn't see all these other replies. Yeah. Uh, Steve said, so he agrees that people should be able to leave a country they don't like and go to a country that they do like. Like any South and Central Americans who dream of coming to the USA for a better life should be able to – without being arrested. And you just said the South, <laughs> which is true. <laughs> Look, here is my thing. And granted, we're, we're – like 
a lot of people, I think we, I, well, me more so than you, I look Middle Eastern, but a lot of times people might confuse us as white or, you know, like a white country, mm-hmm. but you more than me. Okay. I look more, more Middle Eastern than you. I will say this. Um, yeah, I still get those vibes from the South. Like, just, it's been in. <laughs> you were, like, setting up for this long soliloquy. And then no, just, no, no. That's no, all no. you said. Yeah, no, okay. no. I so just, I just, mean... you know, I just feel like the South is just do, do you not you... a place for anyone of, of, you know, white European descent. And that's, that's not, is that, is that my pushing limits here? No, I don't no, know I'm just, what. No, that's fine. Do you I feel just... the same way or no? Well, not the not the girls. Like, like just like yeah, no. The South guys. is a bit yeah. No, absolutely. You agree? What the South is yeah. is a uh, racist area. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I do believe that. I wish we had a camera because the way you said that. <laughs> I, mean, I don't think it's much. Just uh, there's no debate there. I think everyone agrees too. Um, Nick, you also posted an int- a funny video, and I had seen this before too. Did you see this one with Roberto Martinez talking about empty stadiums? Yeah. Let me see if I get you know. It was a cheeky dig. It was a cheeky, cheeky dig at Everton. Let's see if we can catch this. Commentary almost like preseason. Well, I think the atmosphere doesn't help. Uh, the empty stadium reminds me when I used to be the manager at Everton. So they were talking about empty stadiums at pitches, and if you couldn't hear the clip, I guess we'll see how it turns out when we listen to it. Uh, Roberto Martinez saying it reminds him of when he was manager at Everton. So yikes! He just. Completely yeah. rips on them. Let me get to some tidbits now. I think that was really it for our comments. Kind of some fun stuff, but some tidbits before we get into that. Your boy, Manuel Pellegrini, is now the real Batiste manager. Did you hear about this? Oh, wow. Did you know, did you know that or no? No. Uh, how old do you think he is? Pushing 70. Yeah, he, well, it's shocking. He's 66. I thought he looked older. I thought he'd be nice. 69. <laughs> yeah, Manuel Pellegrini, uh, 66, taking over Real Batiste. How do you think he'll do there? You know what? Maybe it's just where he's from or some shit. I don't know. He needs. To, he's Italian, right? Or Argentinian? Yes. Uh, Argentinian. Yeah, I don't know. I, honestly, I don't know what he's doing. Just chill out, dude. Just like, honestly, just, <laughs> this is going to sound so bad, but I don't know if he has a wife. I'm guessing his kids, have, he's a grandpa. There's no doubt in my mind. <laughs> Look, there's no doubt in my mind that it's grandma. Man, he looks Maybe like a the tails of the crypt skeleton. Dude, go back home. Go to a beach. At, go just, just die in peace. Get some. <laughs> no, Wait, I thought you were going to tell me to get some anti-wrinkle cream, but you've just no. come to go die. No. no, no, man. When I'm 66, if I look like that and I still got my wife with me, like, I'm just like, hey, baby, like, let's go. Let's go live in Malibu and just live it out. Okay. You know what I mean? Let's let's go to Nobu at night. Let's go to the beach in the day. Let's Nobu. sleep. You know, let's test out this Viagra. You know, it's just like <laughs> that's just all I'm saying. Like all just right. you know, live it out. Don't don't put yourself in a man. You know, do you agree with me? Yeah, I, well, I mean no, the guy loves to manage. Let look, look there's guys like Manuel Pellegrini that should, and real Batiste. Look, is nice. there are people like Manuel Pellegrini that in my opinion, should just go off in the sunset, do exactly what but I just said. But then they're a roadman. They're the roadman manager that just live for it, are low-key to Arsene Wenger. <laughs> He's a roadman, low-key. You know, Pep Guardiola, roadman. Okay. Jose, roadman. These are guys that are like, have that grit to them. Manuel Pellegrini is... He's, he's won a title. He needs to just chill. <laughs> Multiple, I think, right? I, I, I'm not sure. Maybe, probably. I mean, he won the Aguero. He was on. He was the one when they won that Aguero one, right? 
the Aguero. That yeah, was him, right? Well, it was so different. You know what? If you ask me, every manager of every title winning team, I would know except for one. So that's crazy. Wonder which, why? Which one? Oh, there you go. So, <laughs> uh, if you were to guess which team in the Premier League is worst in the FIFA Fair Play table, that is maybe deemed the dirtiest or most physical team, who would you peg? Oh wow! Are they like a known team? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's in the, the Premier world. League. No, Premier oh. League, the top. So they have the FIFA Fair Play table. It's based on cautions and dismissals, red cards and yellow cards, right? And then you, you know, FIFA Fair Play. For instance, Liverpool's in first place in the table because they have the least amount of cautions and dismissals. Oh, so who's the worst? They have 134 points. To give you an idea, you get four points for a yellow card. Okay, and I believe so the most, you like, get card ten points for red. 10 points for a denial of a goal-scoring opportunity or dismissal for two cautions. You get 12 for a violent conduct, serious foul play, or spitting, or offensive and abusive language. Liverpool have 134 points. This team has 346, and the team that's next to them in 19th has 302 only. So, like, they are by far, you know, and usually you think of a team that fouls a lot that's kind of dirty. So who do you think is... Are they a top team? Uh, Everton? Everton's Everton, in 14. Everton always So Everton's up there, there, kind of. 266 points, Everton. They has. ramp it up when they play us. They, like, yeah. try killing us. They have 14 points. Um, they have 59 yellow cards and three dismissals. But this other team has 70. Oh, Tottenham. Tottenham is not 18. They're oh. third to last. They have 68 yellow cards and three dismissals. This team has 73 yellow cards and five dismissals. Jeez, I don't know. Those are the two dirtiest teams I know, and I, I mean not. I mean that's just you know. So a, a team that's considered soft in general. Ooh, pal. Like one of the softer considered teams is so Liverpool's considered soft. Well, they're not soft, but they yeah. play by the rules. Okay, shout out my boy. No, but this is a team that you wouldn't think. Like Burnley, you think kicks people around. Burnley's eleven, but this team is like generally considered a soft team. Arsenal, but, yeah. Three. I was going to say forty-six that. points. So this goes a long way. Yeah, they have the worst discipline of any team. I was going to say, you mix David Luiz in there with your young guys. Oh, yeah, it's a card city. Yeah, but by a long shot, which is, to me, wild because they're considered a team that's soft. So there are some talks I heard that say, well, when a team is considered soft. Well, there's – look, I'm not trying to rag on your team. There's, there's being soft and then being stupid. I think your team is since a mix of being young and David Luiz, actually. Well, David Luiz has two of those red, red A lot of your mistakes aren't uh, uh, a result of playing hard. I think it's a lot of it just being stupid. Then Katia was playing hard. I think it's being stupid. Okay. Again, we disagree with that one. <laughs> you know, so uh, again, here's the other thing I think, though. I think they are... Maybe it's... They're given know. softer. I feel like some of the red cards are given are softer than others. But, you know, again, we'll... Uh, okay. So, so, yeah, they are by far... Somehow the worst team in discipline. So when I sit there and I get mad about my team ending with 10 men, there you go. Uh, moving on to some other things. Here's a fun one. Do you like that, though? Do you like being like, No, I hate that. I hate having to watch. Good. No, it's it's frustrating. It, it's so frustrating to not see your team play play out the rest of the game. Yeah. And some of those red cards, yes, I agree with. But some of the other ones, it's like, come on. You know, like, if we get a red card here, you got to give a red card here. But it is what it is. Uh, here's an interesting one. So you know how people have been talking about handballs? And we actually mentioned it in the last episode. The handball that I believe Kane scored the goal with yeah. Lucas had hit his hand. That would count with the new new rules next year. Another goal that would have counted was Riyad Mahrez's goal against uh, Liverpool earlier in the season. If you recall, it hit a city hand and then he, he scored or what was it? Yeah. You remember? So... They're saying that the International Football Association Board, the IFAB, agreed to an amendment to the current law 
um, that's going to be implemented for next season. Um, so what the updated law states is that an attacker's accidental handball is only punished if it occurs immediately before a goal. Immediately. Or in a goal-scoring opportunity, meaning that if it hits their hand and goes in, if it's accidental, no goal. But if it accidentally hits someone's hand, someone's hand bounces around, someone else hits it in, it's a goal. Yeah. So that's the new handball rule. What are your thoughts on that? Just I like agree. Just, I think it's a good rule, but it's going to bring up more controversy. Like I said, the rule as it stands right now, you can't argue it. This, it's going to be arguable. Yeah, well. I, but it's, but, you no, know. No, but they try to word it where it's not. They said if it's an accidental, like again, you can't but really then, judge yeah. that. But, but you can tell if a guy bombs a ball and it hits some dude's arm like three feet away. Yeah. That's accidental. Yeah, so it'll be interesting. We'll see how that pans out. I think it's an improvement, but again. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, bad news for Chelsea. Billy Gilmore will be out three to four months with a knee injury. Um, you know, he, he's, he's still got to develop, bro. He's 16? Yeah, I mean, uh, well, I don't think he's 16, but... Um, he joins he's not a big guy. It's kind of sad to see though these like uh, young players who have he's 19 who've had some decent goes. He's had 11 first team appearances uh, and then Martinelli's another one who had a knee injury. It stinks cuz you want to see these guys progress. So a rough blow for Chelsea there with uh, Billy Gilmore who I thought was coming on. Now, John Stones, this just came in last night. Uh, John Stones says Manchester City remain the best team. He says we're quietly confident that we are still the best. We know our ability and the standard we have set for ourselves. What do you have to say to John Stones? Good for John Stones. Do you agree with his assessment? I'm a firm believer in letting the points and the standings tell the story. So, um, no, I don't think they're the best team. Two quick, uh, last three things. Congratulations to James Milner. Now is fifth in the English Premier League all-time appearances. He has 536 Premier League appearances. Who do you think has the – or can you name the four above him? That currently play still? None of them currently play. So he oh. is the highest current player. Oh, Paul Scholes? Nope. Ryan Giggs? Ryan Giggs is second at 632 appearances. Okay, Ryan Giggs. He's second. Alan Shearer? Nope. Hmm. More than James Milner. Damn, this is tough. One of them is a manager this year. for Frank Lampard. Yeah, Frank Lampard's third. John Terry. 609. John Terry. No? The other two are going to be hard. Should I just say them? Yeah. The guy that has the most, Gareth, Gareth Barry. 653 appearances. Giggs, 632. Lampard, 609. And then David James, 572. So James he's Miller keeper, has... He's right? David yeah. James. So he's a... James Miller has 36 for games Arsenal? more to pass. He was a uh, United. Oh. Miller has 36 more to pass David James. So congratulations to him. Uh, so Callum Wilson scored, if you recall, I, we didn't mention this, in the 90th minute against Tottenham. That disallowed goal is the sixth time that an opposing goal has been ruled out by VAR in Tottenham's favor. That only Brighton and Southampton have benefited more times. Seven. Can you imagine having seven goals disallowed against you? That's insane. So Tottenham is a bit lucky. You know, shout out to these guys that handle it like pros. Like sometimes, like, it'll happen. They just, like, walk away. Mm-hmm. Dude, I lose my shit. Yeah. Surprising. It's tough. And then finally, I want to end it with, and I talked to you a little bit about this. We talked about how uh, Kieran Tierney was seen with a Tesco bag walking into a game yeah. once. Quietly, he's becoming one of those cult heroes with with Arsenal fans. Um, so people he's, he's bringing known Tesco as a bags everywhere. No nonsense fullback. Well, apparently, he almost. So I read a little piece on him. I thought there were some funny things to share. He almost apparently became a roofer, like he wasn't going to be a soccer player. 
He once celebrated a cup final with a broken jaw. He's friends with uh, uh, McGregor, apparently. Like, they know each other. They're friends. And he has a nickname. It's so funny, too, because you've mentioned this nickname about managers. His nickname at Arsenal training right now is Roadman. So, <laughs> Kieran Tierney is known as Roadman. Men's Roadman. Because he apparently doesn't take any BS. Like, when, they, when his friends asked him how London is, he said he wouldn't know because all he does is train and rest his body. <laughs> So he's like a he seems like a James Milner guy to me. Yeah, I mean, I I, I don't mind it. I like it under Mikel Arteta. It's good. I think so. he has a lot more character to him. I think maybe well, it's also because he was injured for a long time. So, and it's hard to go out as a professional soccer player in London. Yeah. Um, I mean, here you have people like me, for example, going out from the United States, Chicago, Illinois, going out, and I saw Manuel Lanzini. I was like, oh shit, no way, you know, right. go and talk to him. It'd be annoying, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But I think he has more character to him than he comes off. Yeah, I that mean, makes sense. He's a he's a great. I, he's I like, like an. He's like, like he's full. I, he's Scottish, full and full on. Yeah, I like what he's going to become. He's been playing really well lately. I just thought funny, funny stuff. It's to actually bring crazy up. how the two in my in the two best uh, backs in the Premier League are two of them in the same position. Because what position is Tierney? Left back. Left back. Yeah, two of the top are Scottish, Scottish yeah. left backs. In my opinion, that's just my opinion. No, I agree that they're, they're two maybe, of the better left backs. Maybe someone else thinks there's a better back. I would. I think I would rather have those two for now and the future than well, anyone they're else. Young. They're young too. Well, I people might argue Luke Shaw of United. Stop. No one's, gonna, no one's <laughs> arguing that. I don't Stop know. Uh, but yeah, maybe I agree there's some, there's some of the better ones. Uh, but anyway, let's go now to our first, let's discuss, I guess, uh, Last week's um, results for Mount Rushmore. That's some of our favorite. Some people are really enjoying this part of the show. We're going to do last week's results, and then we'll cover this week. You beat me 75% to 25% last week. Remember, your picks were World Cup, NHL playoffs, Euros, and Summer Olympics. I think a lot of our soccer fans it catered to, and then I don't think a lot of people like the college football playoffs as much. Um, well, again, this is what our, this is ours, though, like personal. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? of course, of course. You're not and, trying to cater to... Yeah, so some other answers. No, 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 I'm not. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, and then, of course, when we draft, we take each yeah, other yeah. sometimes. So I World Cup was uh, my top yeah, one. I you think. had the first pick. So Steve, World Cup, Summer Olympics, March Madness, and Wimbledon. Uh, big tennis guy. Uh, Devin, March Madness, Super Bowl, Summer Olympics, ACL Championships. And you said that his Mount Rushmore is trash. Uh, it is. And that he's an Android user, so you told him to take the L. <laughs> Just, I love how you word it. Yeah, I mean, that is what you said, isn't it, mate? Uh, let's see. So then, and then I think Brian, Brian, mate, you must next time please reply under the uh, the poll. This is so his Mount Sportsmore was World Cup, Stanley Cup playoffs, March Madness, Summer Olympics. For the record, he's on my side about the EPL weekend as being an event, and he says that it's electric. You know what it is though? It's we get okay. together and watch it, so that's like an event for us sometimes, or we used to. Now yeah. it's kind of tough. Um, so there was the comments there. You're the winner there. So you get to pick this week if you want to go first or if you want second and third. This week's, by the way, Mount Rushmore is fast food. And we defined fast food as you have your food in 10 minutes or anything that has a drive-thru, you know, with the exception I know Subway doesn't have drive-thru. So think of anything that has a drive-thru or if you can have your food within 10 minutes of putting the order in about. Um, so fast food Mount Rushmore, since you won, we'll do that. You get to pick. Do you want the first pick or do you want the second and third in the snake draft? I'll go first. Okay, you're going to go first. What is your first pick? Portillo's. Fuck! 
I'm going to go Portillo's. Um, Mate, you know, that was my first pick. Hey, so we're from Chicago, Chicagoland area. Yeah. You've lived in Chicago. You're born here. Um, I'm so sad. Big Portillo's people. Right. Yeah, yep. I mean, yeah, I was talking with my friends, literally, there's not a bad thing to get there, and it's Fuego. What's your number one thing to get there? Tell the people at least, because that's what I want. When you put your when you put your pick in, tell us like the number one thing you order there, too, in parentheses, when you give us yours. Oh, shit. What's your so pick So for one? sure, cheese fries and a cake shake. Okay. But for my main, the big staple, yeah. I switch off. Can I say? like I, I, no. I, It depends I on the day. Right. So if I'm super hungry, I go for the beef. Yep. And... Dip that shit. Uh-huh. Not a dry guy. Dip that shit. Um, but if I'm like, you know, not too hungry, like if I, you know, if I've done nothing all day, I'll just get like a jumbo hot dog with everything right. on it. Yep. That's about what I do too. I go dry Italian beef, but I do it dry because sometimes they- are going for a cheeky beer. The old much. style is there. Nice. Yes. They have some good beers there too. So, all right. So, since you went with Portillo's- Even if you're on a diet, the salads. Also my top pick. Eh, fuck that. Which was also my top pick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Come on, if you're going to Portillo's, man, yeah, you yeah. gotta go big. I mean, big. like, shout, shout out to the moms You gotta out there. go big. Shout out to the moms that stay fit. <laughs> uh, well, then, if that's the case, I gotta go with my uh, next one, which is Popeyes. I'm a big Popeyes oh. guy. You know that I gotta go Popeyes. So I pick Popeyes. Shout out to that chicken sandwich. Best chicken then, sandwich out there. Shout out to this one because we had it again recently and it's just such a classic. I gotta go McDonald's. Popeyes ah, and McDonald's. Yeah, that was are on my, my list. That's a power move, yeah. Two picks. Uh, they were second and third on my list right behind Portillo, so I got to pick them. I think they're strong. The Popeyes for me is – the it's funny because a lot of people like the sandwich. But I I'm really like – I'm surprised Popeyes is ahead of um, – for you, is ahead of McDonald's. Yeah. because you've never been too outspoken over – Well, but lately, the last year, a few years, man, every time I get a chance at Popeyes, I get the, either the two or three-piece. So if I'm hungry, three-piece. If I'm not as hungry, I get the two-piece spicy chicken – you got to get the Cajun fries with that. So that's my Popeye's order. And McDonald's, it was what we got recently, the double quarter – is that the double quarter pounder with cheese? It was with cheese. Yeah. Yeah. And their fries – Mike, I'd forgotten how good their fries were. And just put that aside, all their other shit is electric. Yeah, especially when they get that shit fresh out. It's – Yeah. McDonald's – those that haven't had it, you sit there and trash it and say, oh, you know, because yeah. our society has kind of brought it down. frauds. Frauds. Well, I feel like people have said, oh, it's, you know, it's terribly unhealthy, Look, so they bring it down. But you know what? It's good. You can I mean, have good. McDonald's for breakfast. Their breakfast is is good. It tastes mm-hmm. good. You, okay, rip on their breakfast. Lunch and dinner. You can get the Big Mac. Double quarter pounder. If you like chicken nuggets, their fries. You know what? All right, I don't like that. The dessert, the McFlurry. If you're, they're even jolly with the shit. Yeah. The the Shamrock Shake. I mean, full of good stuff at McDonald's. Even so. the cone, bro. <laughs> anyway, okay. uh, so you're up now. Portillo's, Popeyes, McDonald's are off the table. Okay. This is gonna get, when we have a guest. Eventually, at some point, yeah. we're gonna do this with the guests. So, okay. Yes. Um. So I have Portillo's, right? Yep. So I got second, third, second In and Out Burger. Okay. Um. Woo! I don't have to say shit about that. What's your selection at In and Out Burger? Just tell us your main number one. Double pickup. double. Double double. Okay. Fries, um. Everything animal style. Okay. And then um, the cosmopolitan shake at the end. Okay. Uh, if I'm feeling cheeky, that is. Uh huh. And that's usually after a day at the beach. So, shout right, out. so what do you got? So you're picking all California thing. What else you got? What do you? Portillo's is not California. No, I'm saying after a day at the beach. You're, you're, there's a very Cali kind of discussion there. Okay. After yeah. a day at the beach. After a day at the beach. Yeah, because it's a West Coast <laughs> thing, bro. Okay. Um, and then Five Guys. Wow. Okay. So okay. Five Guys, in my opinion, um, it's just the burger so big and juicy. <laughs> 
Is, uh-huh. that, is that ghee? I like... No, I, I, I... You can say that. Yeah, and I know a lot of people don't like the fries like you, but, you know, I like the fries. I love their burgers. I'll give you that. Great burgers. Yeah. The fries, I'm not... Like you know, fries. a lot of companies downgraded their burger size because mm-hmm. of the whole movement. Um, but they seem to stick loyal. Wait, movement? Yeah. What the, movement, man? Bro, all these burgers turned mini out of nowhere. <laughs> so in order for us to be more like Europe. Uh, yeah, so whatever. Um, but they stayed loyal. You can get a good burger there. Plus, I think what's something that's underrated is their Coke machines there. Okay. It's those, you know, the Coke machines I'm talking about where you can get like cherry Sprite, uh-huh. all that stuff. And underrated, you get the peanuts when you go there. So yeah. let's say you walk in with a friend that's not hungry, he can treat himself to some peanuts. Yeah, the peanuts are pretty And it's good. the ballpark stop peanuts, so shout yeah. out that. Okay. If you like, you know, you have to be a so, communist not to like those. So you yeah. went in and out, five guys. I'm going to go Chipotle as my next one. Uh, you got. I used to be a burrito guy, but now I love their burrito bowls, especially since they've brought the, uh, the, the white queso that they brought, the queso blanco. Electric choice. I agree. And yeah. I'm, I'm more of the steak guy, so I get... You know, a lot of people are like, oh, but the steak is not good meat to make. If you get Chipotle, you're getting the burrito bowl, and you're already cutting out the carbs from the, the bread, get the steak burrito bowl. Throw anything you like on there. Don't skimp. You know, I throw the, the – uh, the, do it fajita style, right, with the vegetables. You got to throw the queso blanco on there. You got to throw – with the beans, it could go either way. Uh, I prefer the black beans. I like the hotter salsa. But I can switch it up. Some days you know, I, don't, I, don't, I don't. So go, the beans are the ones I don't care too much about. I don't go salsa because I get guac. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, you, and and that's another one you could do. So if I'm getting the guac, queso blanco, if you haven't tried it, it is so good. And you know what? Maybe even get it on the side so you get a little more. Yeah. And if you well, and even if you get on, and if you get on the side, you can have it with some chips. Yeah. Some cheeky, cheeky chips. chips. Yeah. So Chipotle. <laughs> Big, now, As you can say, we have the same mutual feelings about Chipotle. And, and this last one, I don't feel like will get me many votes, but I don't give a damn. A personal favorite of mine since I was a little kid. Can you? Do you think you? And I don't think you would have this on your list. I mentioned it the other day when we were thinking about what we should have. We ended up with McDonald's, I think that day. But I was thinking Arby's. I'm a big Arby's oh, guy. Oh yeah, Arby's. Big roast good. beef guy. I, I know it's not a huge shout well, from a, a lot, lot of people. Closed down. Recently. Yeah, a lot of them closed down. I love the curly fries. The curly fries with cheese are a must. Best fries in the biz. And then the roast beef is to me, it's electric. The Arby's sauce too underrated. And, and yeah, and if you're not a big roast beef guy, that's fine. Get the giant roast beef. Throw a little cheddar on there, and boom. So yeah, there's yeah. my last pick. So you have so one you want to so. Um, I'm surprised you didn't say this one. So I've gone with In-N-Out, Portillo's Five Guys. So this Uh is drunk. Yeah. You're hot. This is my high food. Yeah, it was on my list. Spiritual connection with it. Yeah. Um, Honestly, um, there are times where I've gone out with a girl and I don't give them an option. And if we're both like hammered, I'm saying we're going to Taco Bell. Yep. Um, Taco Bell. Yep. That was was literally the next (laughs) one on my list. Taco Bell is fuego, bro. And it still is. You could, I've told you this. You can go in with $5 you'll come up with a Thanksgiving meal. You recently actually were quoted as saying, uh, if I were a homeless guy, I would eat at Taco Bell. Yeah, because like I said, you go in there, you beg for a couple change, and you know, so you get $5 on the day, mm-hmm. right? Which you probably get more, I'd assume. But you get five. I mean, sh- that feeds you for the day. Yeah. In my okay. opinion. So that's what I'm going to round my list off. So, so recap. And I think we both have options that I my mouth would be watering that money, any of them. Your picks again, Portillo's, In-N-Out Burger, Five Guys, Taco Bell. I had Popeye's, McDonald's, Chipotle, and Arby's. Uh, we'll let you guys decide. And on top of it, give us your list. Tell us your top four. Let's see how it turns out. Uh, and next, just to give everyone a heads up if you want to start thinking ahead, next episode we're going to do the Mount Rushmore of busts. 
So it could be so, of anything. Anything. Not just – it does not sports busts. It could be any kind of a bust. Yeah. Like a bust, like a, anything. Okay? So it's all, I'll just leave it there. Yeah. It could be a thing, a product that was supposed to be great. It could be an event that was supposed to be great. It could be a person that was supposed to be great. We're talking busts, okay? So uh, if we get a guest on, I'm, we're still working on it uh, with certain people. We'll, we'll have them get it on. It'll be, you know, three-person Mount Rushmore. So you'll right. have to have a bigger list. Okay. So that's that with Mount Rushmore. Uh, looking forward to your, like I said, fast food picks. Now let's go to the player of the week last week. Uh, we, had, You know, we had a fair amount of people actually vote on things. Uh, very, I mean, this is one of our highest voting outputs, and it was a quick turnaround. Mason Greenwood winning the player of the week, 57%. 22% of you went with Christian Pulisic, 14 with Jamie Vardy, and 7% picked Bruno Fernandez. So congratulations to Mason Greenwood. Uh, and then now we go to... Other people's favorite segments, uh, which we'll get to this week's selections, but last week's Nance of the Week, 50% MLS, 25% said Raheem Sterling, 25% said Joseph Maria Bartomeu, and 0% went with Tim Cruel. I think it's safe to say this week we have a stronger candidate for Nance of the Week. You are a nonce, You're a nonce, mate. And, I, I mean, it was so such a good field that we had to cut one out. Yeah. So I'll start with the honorable mention. The honorable mention goes to Patrick, spelled without a K, Patrick, P-A-T-R-I-C. Almost Patrice. Patrick. Um, Lazio defender that was sent off for biting Lecce's Julio Donati during a game. Luis Suarez um, vibes. Very Luis Suarez light. Oh, my bad um, for saying that word. It's okay. I've gotten over it. I've gotten a little better with it. He's received a four-match ban if you look at the video, it's oh, late no. in the match. Oh, wait. He is completely... It's all of his don't score, right? Sorry. Correct. So sorry. Correct. Okay. He's completely bitten someone on the arm. So there he goes there, uh, Patrick. But he's an honorable mention. Yeah. So let's go to our actual nonsense of the week. The first one many of you have heard about. Yeah. Deshaun Jackson mm-hmm. shared an anti-Semitic quote. Which was a Hitler quote. Which was a Hitler quote. And he shared it on Instagram. Um, <laughs> he highlighted it. He highlighted it. And here's what it said. Hitler said, and here's what he highlights it, because the white Jews knows, so I don't know who wrote this, bad, terrible grammar, because the white Jews knows that the Negroes are the real children of Israel and keep America's secret, the Jews will blackmail America. The, uh, they will extort America. Their plan for world domination won't work if, if the Negroes know who they were. The white citizens of America will be terrified to know that all this time they've been mistreating and discriminating and lynching the children of Israel. Um, so he releases that. Uh, you know, it, thinking he's onto something. Yeah. Uh, Jackson said, this man is powerful. I hope everyone gets a chance Steven to watch Jackson. this. Steven Jackson said this about Deshaun Jackson. No, no, Steven, Deshaun Jackson said this because oh. his post appears. So what he did on July 4th was he spent a lot of time watching the minister, Louis uh, Farrakhan, the controversial leader of the nation of Islam, uh, and so he was very much against Jewish people as well, right? Because there was a big thing there. Deshaun Jackson watched a lot of that and kind of maybe took it the wrong way. But still, I mean, this is wild. A wild thing to post. Um, Steven Jackson, who you mentioned, like, backed this? I, I don't know. Uh, but Deshaun Jackson, terrible timing. Bit of nonsery there. It upset a lot of people. And I even said to you in a text, I'm waiting for Julian Edelman. And <laughs> here he comes. You know, I think it'd be totally wrong 
for you for people to be on the the Black Lives Matter movement, right? Mm-hmm. To to you know slate people that you know, even if it's like Drew Brees, I think everyone can say what he said was stupid. Yes, but it was a genuine mistake. But nonetheless, they got on his case about it. Yes, it'd be totally wrong. To not get on Deshaun Jackson's case. Okay, I agree. You know, you know, in my honest opinion, I think what Deshaun Jackson did was worse. Mm-hmm. Um, that this might be a hot take, but this is coming from someone that's not Jewish and that's not uh, white or black. You know what I mean? Right. Um, I think, like you said, I think you brought it up perfectly. Quoting Adolf Hitler. Yeah, that's wild. That's banana. That's like. That's like me going on Instagram or you going on Instagram and quoting Osama bin Laden. Right. Bro, I don't care what the quote is. Even though the quote he mentioned, there's deeper uh, meaning behind it. Correct. Max Kellerman, who is Jewish, broke it down and it's pretty bad actually. Uh-huh. It's bad. Um, even, if it, even if it wasn't bad, it's just – that's just stupid. Yeah. Right? And, and I agree with you that I think it came out of – like he didn't know what he was doing. Yeah. Just like Drew Brees. But and, you can't and, and, you can't give him the pass, right? If if you're all if you're truly about treating everyone the same, the Jewish people were not very happy. mistreated. Oh, I thought you I meant people. Maybe not this. as long. I don't look. I don't know the history, but right. like they weren't. You know, from what I know, they weren't slaves. I don't know. Look, I might be wrong, but I'm saying that's just fucked. Like that's just fucked up. Like, right. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, I mean, it was one of those things. that's like. So where's the out? Where's the outlash? He actually had someone backing him. Yeah, so you know, and 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 I think no matter what, you can't get away with that stuff again. Simple mistake. All he had to do was come out and apologize, and I think he did that. So yeah. I, and he learned. I hope, and he, he's learned. So look, he's he'll move on. It's fine. I, but I think, it's a bit Nazi for him to do that. I think the moral of the story has been whether you're black, whether you're black, and someone says something like offensive, and you say you say why it is offensive and mm-hmm. how. I think it's a point that the other person listens and then comes to a senses, right? Yes. Maybe Deshaun Jackson did that, but what bothers me about Steven Jackson is I don't think he listened to like someone like, for example, Max Kellerman or like Julian Edelman on why or what it actually meant, mm-hmm. you know? So I'm not going to take Steven Jackson. What's his name? Steven Jackson? Deshaun Jackson's the one no, that No, no, not Deshaun. The other yeah, lad. Steven, yeah. Steve, I'm not going to take him seriously because in my head, he's one side. He's one – this is going to sound hot take, but in my mind, if he's not open to listening to what the other people said, the Jewish people that are saying it's wrong, I think he's racist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I mean, I, so he might actually that's, have to be up for Honestly, us. that's my opinion. If so, you're not willing to listen to the other side of why they felt that was wrong and why maybe their people, even today, are still you know, getting flack – or not flack. I don't know what the word is. Abuse. Mm-hmm. You know, unfair. That makes you racist in yeah. my opinion. So, yeah, let us know everyone uh, – should it actually be Steven Jackson? I mean, we'll put Deshaun Jackson on the thing, but if you... I think Steven Jackson is just stupid. Right. Look, nothing against him. Yeah. You know, he's just stupid. You're talking about Deshaun. Deshaun. Yeah. I think Steven Jackson is not Race. just stupid, but ignorant. Okay. So, yeah, let us know. I mean, we'll put Deshaun in the thing because he was the one that the original post. done a lot for the community. Let's not forget that. Well, he's done a lot. Right. And so we'll put him there, but you can vote and then in, in a comment put... Steven Jackson, or I might try to put Deshaun slash Steven right. Jackson. But you see where know. I'm coming with my explanation, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. It's no, just bananas. So now we have, uh, so we have that. Uh, then we have Farid El Malali. 
He plays for Angers, Angers or whatever you know you Auxier, say this in France. Yeah. Uh, Angers, A N G E R S. Oh, Angers. Angers yeah. Oh, Angers. They say Angers. I think French. This is a team you you I used to dick pump in in uh, in FIFA when I was PSG. Yes. In the career mode. So so uh, this lad he plays a wing. He's a winger on Angers. Uh, Angers winger Farid El Malali was reportedly taken into police custody on Wednesday for the second time this season for allegedly masturbating in public. Mate, that's two times this season. It's a big masturbate guy. <laughs> he was he was questioned by police following a second incident, indecent exposure complaint lodged against the Algerian attacker. The latest reports are separate to a complaint made against El Malali back in May which he's already preparing to face a court hearing for later this summer. So you're already going to court for this, and you've done it again. Yeah. This guy's just a very horny guy, uh, and he needs to control himself. Yeah, I think um, that's fucked up. So we got Farid El Malali for uh, being arrested for masturbating again a second time. So that's banana. Wow, crazy. Kid Cudi and Eminem just came out with a song. So, okay. Uh, Sticking to nonces, going to another racist. So if you want to... You know, those like Brian, who always pick racists, you know, you have Deshaun Jackson to pick from. Now you have another guy. Uh, I don't, I, I'm sure a lot of you have seen this. This guy, Drew Pels, who's funny. He he has a podcast. Um, I'm not sure exactly what his podcast name is, and I'm not ready to, to tell you to go listen to it because he's a nonce. But he, wrote, he writes, or wrote, I should say, for Vavil USA. And the only reason that's uh, interesting is because I wrote for Vavil USA about four or five years ago. Um... So he tweeted during the Orlando-Miami match, the opening match, which you talked about, yeah. where that guy got hurt. So there was a lad in the match, Reyes was his last name. He, he got an uh, elbow to the throat, whatever it was, right? and yeah. he couldn't breathe. Like, he legit like, was be? having issues yeah. breathing. Uh, he, end, he ended up being fine, but I guess since he went to the hospital, he can't play for two weeks now because he left the bubble. So oh. he's on quarantine. Like, that sucks. Anyway, this guy, Drew Pels, tweets, this is a real... Quote, I can't breathe, unquote, moment, not one manufactured by the media. Thoughts and prayers, hope Reyes is okay, and a lot of people attack him. Because that's just, I mean, are you serious? This is a real I can't breathe moment, not one manufactured by the media. Vavil came out and stated that Mr. Drew Pels joined Vavil USA in March of 2020 in a complete remote working format, collaborating with weekly articles and coverage of U.S. and international soccer, which is something I, I did back in the day. Last month, we were notified of a controversial message issued by him within his personal social media accounts. On that occasion, we had an internal conversation about the matter. Mm -hmm. However, tonight, another instance of messages which our brand does not agree with or want to be associated with happened. For this reason, the decision has been made to end the existing relationship with Mr. Pels. So this guy has been booted immediately. Yeah. Uh, So he's up for it. And finally, last but not least, this one's a little more lighthearted. Um... This name might sound familiar to you guys. Gigi Bacali. If it sounds familiar, it's because he's the Stoya Bucharest owner. And if you recall, he was up for Nance of the Week earlier this season for saying that his players were they were losing because his players were having too much sex. Well, Gigi Bacali has now been suspended for four months and fined 12,000 euros after saying women shouldn't be allowed to play football. The club has also been fined 2K euros. Yeah, that's wild. So, uh, your options... Deshaun Jackson, uh, Farid El Malali, or sorry, Deshaun Jackson for being anti-Semitic, Farid El Malali for masturbating twice in public, Drew Pels for being racist and and being really bad at it, and then Gigi Bacali for saying that women shouldn't be allowed to play soccer. So what's your early favorite? 
Um, I'm gonna go with Oof. between Pels and Sean Jackson. Okay, so you're going with the race option. I don't know what you want. Honestly, that's tough. Yeah. To change it up, I'm going to go with Farid El Malali because I feel like once you've been caught masturbating once in public, you should never even have the thought of taking your dick out again before getting home. Don't you have like PTSD from that anyway? Like... <laughs> I don't get it. I just don't get it. I mean, and that's the definition of a true nonce. So, I mean, yeah. the, but the you other two I, I can see, but I just got to go with Farid just to keep it light because it's been a heavy week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong there. All right, so let's go to the fantasy corner real quick. The leading scores this week, Salah had 18, David Silva 17, John Egan, the Sheffield defender, had 15. Not Kevin. Right, Kevin Egan top lad. Bruno, I feel like John Egan's been the top a couple times mm-hmm. now. Bruno Fernandez, 14, and then William and uh, Burnley's Charlie Taylor. I didn't know he existed with 11. Good boy. Top incomings, Greenwood, William, Vardy, Pulisic, Fernandez, Bruno. Top outgoings, Raul, Rashford, Cantwell, Calvert-Lewin, and Lundstrom. Honestly... Last week, I told people three names. William, I told people Pulisic, and I told people Greenwood. Pulisic and Greenwood scored. William had two assists. So, uh, yeah, I'll take <laughs> we got to move that out. My point being, you know, I have run out of people to give you. I have no one to give you. I'm going to push again. Mason Greenwood is 4.7 million pounds. Get Mason Greenwood. If you fancy a midfielder, it's an obvious one, but you should have Bruno Fernandez on your roster. He's nine million. He takes the penalties, and Penchester gets a lot of them. So yeah. mm-hmm. that's all I got. Do you have any other uh, fantasy guys? People should. I'm get? just gonna stick with Danny Ings. Danny Ings, yeah, he scored it. He scored it. I didn't even mean again. to say it in that accent. I kind of said it in the accent. <laughs> you did. I swear to God, that just sort of, while well, Brad Friedel. No, no, I'm Brad Friedel. Oh yeah, um, that is a Brad Friedel thing to do. Yeah. Those that don't know, Brad Friedel went uh, overseas to play, and then all of a sudden got an accent. Yeah. <laughs> Like, what? <laughs> Mate, you're not English. Anyway, that's that. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so. Uh, wild so, stuff. let's go to the gambling. So, Arian says Ings. I, I say any of those United players, Bruno and Greenwood, but that shouldn't be a surprise. So, mm-hmm. gambling corner. Uh, let's go ahead and go to the gambling corner. I forgot there's an intro to that. All right, so, rough week. Rough week in the gambling corner and in real life for me. <laughs> uh, and Arings the only one that came out with a plus this week. Brian did not gamble again. He said he wouldn't. And he said he'd do the last three match weeks. So I assume this week he's not going to do it either. But then the last three match weeks he will. So let's talk about the people that did gamble. Arings, you had one bet simply. You put 10 bucks on Liverpool at uh, minus 180. I'm going to mention something right now after I go. Wow, what a hit. I got <laughs> That's that's a recovery for that's, me. That's um, so Arine, Well, so we'll mention that in a second. Arine put ten on Liverpool, uh, and he won five fifty six on that win over Brighton. Just a simple win, and sometimes that's what you have to do. Yeah, take the easy bet, get the free money. That was a yeah. great pick. Uh, so you won five fifty six this week. Yeah, Steve lost six thirty three. Uh, because Wolves ruined his big. He had a huge parlay that was like five dollars. Would have won thirty. Wolves ruined it. They were the only team that didn't follow through. Liverpool's win gave him 167, but Wolves, he bet twice. He hedged Wolves, so they really fucked him, uh, and he lost three there. So you lost eight pretty much from just Wolves, so that's why you're down 633 this week. And I lost all my bets, so I was down $9. I didn't bet the full 10, thank God. 
I lost three on Wolves, four on Everton, and two on a West Ham draw. And I bet on all three of those in real life. And so wow. those were not good. That said, for those listening, the bet that Arne was talking about, um, the Bet Rivers Casino sometimes, or Rivers Casino online sometimes has specials. And like they put some unbelievable odds. So like last yesterday, I put $1 for a chance to win 49 on United, Everton, and Tottenham all winning by one goal. Okay, that doesn't hit. You lose a dollar. It's one dollar. But if you win, it's like, holy shit. So just today before this recording, there was uh, – it was plus 750. So I just put a dollar down to win 750. Nothing crazy. On Karim Benzema scores first and Real Madrid shuts out Alaves, which yeah. just went final. And Karim Benzema did score first. So I've hit there. May one, two, nothing. I'm back. All right. But anyway, let's go back to the gambling corner. So what does that bring us all to? Brian is still in first, $15.04. But, mate, you want to, you might want to bet because Areen is only $0.28 cents behind you at fourteen eighty six in the positives. I'm still in the positives after a terrible week, plus four seventy one. Steve, minus twelve ten. Mate, you got to get it going. You got you got four weeks to catch us all up here. Um, so it's looking rough for him. Now, what are your picks this week, Arian? Um, so I'm going to go with Liverpool minus 400 over, um, who the fuck are they playing? They are playing, I have Burnley. It's at Anfield. Burnley. Yeah, Burnley at Anfield. That's my, I'm parlaying them with Leicester, who's a minus 143 uh-huh. against Bournemouth. Um, so I'm betting 443 to get five bucks. Okay. Yeah, that's it. You know what's funny? Mm-hmm. I, uh. I have something similar. I have two parlays. Now, you have picked two games that I'm parlaying in different parlays. So I've got, uh, I've got United versus Southampton and Leicester at Bournemouth in a parlay together. United's minus 375, and as you said, uh, Bournemouth's minus 143. I'm putting $3 to win 348. Um, and then I have City at Brighton. In a, it, I call it, what I call it is my weekly City-Liverpool parlay. Yeah. Because to me, like, that's money. Like, that'll hit way more times than it doesn't. So City's minus 335 at Brighton. Liverpool's minus 400 against Burnley, which is a total of minus 162. So I'm putting 5 bucks to win 313 on that one. I know you're not winning as much, but I like that the chances. And with my remaining money, with my remaining 2 bucks, I have to do it. Arsenal plus 170, $2 to win against Tottenham to win 340. So those are my picks this week. A lot of picks. Guys, don't forget to give us your gambling corner picks. Arun, you have anything else to say before we sign off? No, nothing else. No, nothing we may or may not have a guest. We don't know. If we don't, we continue how we do it. If we do, we'll do Mount Rushmore with the guest next episode. And if we do have a guest, I noticed like if we had one for these episodes, they'd go so long. So what we may end up doing is just shortening some of our summaries when we have the guest on. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sure you'll hear plenty of us talking about transfer rumors this summer. Uh, that said, I got nothing else. No? Nope. We'll be back again with you guys on Monday evening. So, I mean, they come fast and furious. Uh, with that said, let's take it to the still unemployed Unai Emery. Love you guys. Aloha. Good evening, Alexa. Please to play uh, my favorite song. Good evening. Good evening.